Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Slash button. got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done because the game is going to go on and there's only one rule you're going to need to know about there are no second chances there's only this moment and the next moment every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time You see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got. The only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. Versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Welcome in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Day two of the 12 working days of Christmas. What gift will we pick today? Hmm. Got a lot to choose from. We'll see uh, how that plays out. You got to be listening. Uh, We have talked about and tried to educate you and coach you on what you're listening for. Uh, The sounder uh, is uh, what you're listening for. And when you do, we'll tell you what caller you need to be. Uh, no reason to start calling prior to that. Uh, I know a lot of you are eager just to kind of make sure you got the right number. It's 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, Harry Murdahl was a little frustrated uh, yesterday as it rang all morning. Uh, you're just listening for the sounder. Uh, and so you got to get ready, got to be ready. Uh, get it on speed dial. I understand that's what some of you are doing. Uh, but uh, be listening for that today. Will of Meat, we know, will spin. So Greg will be on the drums today. That's happening. Uh, We'll sound the alarm on Beth Mowens. Some of you think, oh, no, does she have a conference championship game? Well, we'll we'll explain. Um, mm, 
They, they claim she's making history uh, on something uh, that she's broadcasting this weekend. That's all I'll say. But Rick uh, will sound the alarm on Beth Mowens, and some of you are not going to be very happy. Uh, we have got ESPN's Brett Edwards. Uh, he'll be on with us uh, uh, Zoom-wise uh, today, and he's going to break down all of the uh, college football conference championship games. And there's a lot of them, and they start tonight. If you're listening live, it's Friday. Uh, December the 3rd and so he'll break all that down his new book Dynasty by the Numbers uh, we had him on one of the Rick and Bubba University podcasts uh, a little while ago uh, the book is doing great and uh, that is out there for you today uh, also yesterday we had friend of the show uh, Jim Brandt on uh, he's a former FBI uh, agent and uh, firearms instructor currently uh, and he is uh, extremely advanced in training when it comes to firearms there's a lot of stories out there when it comes to firearms, uh, the guys broke it down. It was a great conversation. That's Rick and Bubba University, and that will broadcast, or pu- I should say publish, uh, Saturday morning on uh, all social media platforms. We'll send that out, but make sure that you go to wherever you download and subscribe to podcast, and it will be there. Search for Rick and Bubba University. All right, well, let's bring them in. Over to my right, it's Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Y'all good? Everybody fired up? Yeah. Ready for a day? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eddie Van Adler's right in there. He's got TV going. I didn't. That didn't sound too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Daddy, we're ready. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. Uh. Wow, you know, it's it's here. It's quick. Uh. It's uh. Eleven days working days until we leave the studio. Mm. Uh. We know that because today is day two of the twelve working days of Christmas. You know, you brought up the conference championships, and and it occurred to me last night. Boy, that's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it from rivalry week to to hey, I you got to turn around and play a even bigger game this yeah. week. Uh, and and some of it, and I'm not feeling sorry for anybody, but you sit back and you look and you go, well, man, some of the rivalry games that some of the people had that are going to be in the championship game, they had a tougher road than their opponent. Yeah. You know, you, you sit there and go, wow, man, they, yeah, a week ago, they were just absolutely in a heck of a game. And then the other one's going, man, they kind of breezed through theirs. And, and some yeah. of them had a tougher game, you know, to your point, some of them had a tougher game last week than they'll have this week. And so it's easy, that's what I was, it, yeah, yeah that's but saying. it's easy for them to go. Well, I said to your point, uh-huh. it's easier for mm, them. Still his point. <laughs> it's easier for them to kind of go, you ain't got to work as hard this week. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get in trouble. Yeah. Worried about Michigan on that front. That That's the, oh, that's what comes yeah, to mind game. when you start talking like that. <clears throat> Conference right. USA starts tonight, uh, and it's uh, <clears throat> Western Kentucky and UTSA. Uh, and then after, uh, let's see, we got the Pac-12 tonight, Oregon and Utah. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a fun game i, I watched the the first matchup mm-hmm. and uh yeah. that was of course it was in utah and the crowd was going nuts and mm-hmm. it was a great atmosphere you know how i'm about that oh yeah uh, and then if you're you know going to be out and about and you got your saturday plan uh, the early uh games uh at 11 a.m central time uh we'll start with the big 12 uh championship in dallas uh, and it's going to be Baylor and Oklahoma State. I truly think that has college football playoff. Uh, it has mm-hmm. some issues there. That, yeah. that can that can yeah. really Oklahoma State. I think is real if they can mm-hmm. really show the world early. Um, depending on what happens the rest of the way out that yeah. day, they may get in there. Yeah, and that'll be on ABC. And then uh, at the same time on ESPN is the MAC championship: Kent State and Northern Illinois. You're don't watching care, that. Don't care anything about that one. Uh, at two o'clock. That's when I'll do yard work. <laughs> at uh, 2 o'clock Central on Fox, it's the Mountain West Championship, Utah State, San Diego State. San Diego State, uh, number 19. In More the yard work. That's going to be in Carson. More um, leaves. Yeah. 
Uh, at uh, 2.30, uh, the Sunbelt Championship on ESPN, Appalachian State, and Louisiana. That's when I'll clean out the garage. Uh, at 3 p.m., it's the American Championship, Houston at Cincinnati on ABC. Okay. Eh, that'll, that'll get me a back I'll, in the I'll swing of things. At yeah. At the same time at 3 p.m. Central, the, the big SEC Eddie. Championship yep. in Atlanta, Georgia, and Alabama. That's going to be on CBS. 3 o'clock. Brad Nessler and Gary will have that one. Uh, yeah, that's at 3 o'clock Central. Uh, then at 7 o'clock uh, p.m. Central, uh, it's the Big Ten Championship. Michigan at, uh, at or should not add, it's Indianapolis, I think right. is where they're playing. Michigan yep. and uh, Iowa, and that's on Fox. And that's Gus Johnson's got that one, uh, Helmsy. Uh, and then the ACC Championship, uh, about an hour after that, it'd right. be Pittsburgh that's where I go back to doing and Wake else. Forest and Charlotte on ABC. And then the really late one uh, at 10 p.m., on Fox uh, Sports One, it's USC at California. That that must be something. What's that? Yeah, that, 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 that's that, not that a that, that can't be a conference. No, it's not a conference championship. Is that just game. the last game? Are they just playing? I don't know. Are they making up a game? Because I mean, no COVID. COVID. Yeah, because the Pack Championships on Friday. Yeah. this has to be a make. Yeah, that's just must be. They a put Tim Brando on that one. What's up with that's that? Weird. You know, that's I hate weird. I hate rematches. It's just really not fair. I know. Uh, you know, there was a time when that wouldn't happen. Yeah. But in the world of rematches, I mean, uh, you beat – well, remember the year that LSU beat Alabama, and then they mm-hmm. had to play them for the national yeah. championship. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I got to beat them again? Right. You know, in right. the, the old days, once you beat that opponent, mm-hmm. I'll see you next you year. I'll brag. Yeah. 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 Nowadays, and, my goodness. And to, your po- and to your point, I mean, if Alabama was to beat Georgia, they might have to turn around and play again. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? See, uh, again. Just, but I, I know Utah and Oregon, this uh, – that's the rematch yeah. we're what talking about there. Week ago, yeah. two weeks ago, yeah. right? Uh, what team do you want to see? If you had to pick, if you had to pick one team to make it to the playoff, who do you want to see in there? Um, I think it would be kind of neat to see Michigan. I, in there. I'm the same way. I that's that's see my Cincinnati answer. In there. Michigan is I'll, my answer. I see how the they second, measure up. Yeah, yeah, the second one yeah. would be Cincinnati to see how they measure up. Well, right. the, I guess the second one for me may be Oklahoma State, just because I just like Gundy yeah, and that. But yeah. Michigan, yeah. I love the fact that Michigan has a chance mm-hmm. to be in a playoff. I want Notre Dame in so they can go. So our head coach quit and we're going to the championship. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're excited about. The defense coordinator. Yeah, I think gig. that's who's going to take it. Yeah. Um, so Marcus Freeman, is that his name? I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, he was at Cincinnati <clears throat> as, the I think, the D.C. for a couple years, and he hadn't been in Notre Dame long. Yeah. I, uh, let me ask you this question, if y'all don't mind. He's from that area. I think he played at Ohio State. So. <clears throat> all right, so. Could have made all that up. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it sounded great yeah. and, and pretty confident, too. All right, so Georgia is one, Michigan two, Alabama three, Cincinnati four. The latest poll. Yep. All right. So if Michigan beats Iowa, but Alabama beats Georgia, does Alabama go jump Michigan and go to one, and Michigan just stays at two, or does Michigan go to one and Alabama? Two? I think Michigan goes to one, Alabama stays at, or goes to two. You do. Yeah. You don't think Alabama deserves one if they beat Georgia? No. No. Not if, not if Michigan wins. And Georgia, you think they would jump? They would probably fall to four. Yeah. Maybe three. I don't know that they would. Do so there's before. a scenario, and in, in that's and in what you just said that if Michigan was to go to one and they win, and Georgia fall to let's say four, then it would be Michigan and Georgia. Uh, How about and that? Then, How and about then, that for fun matchup? Yeah, and then Alabama would be at two, and they would play whoever's at three, which would either be Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, I guess. Well, I think the committee looks at that too. They'll give you a matchup. Yeah.
they don't necessarily look at three and four as who's the better team, but who's the better matchup and location and all that good so stuff. So really, I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios and a lot of ways it could play out, but the SEC championship game could be a sneak peek at the national championship game. I know. Could. It could. It certainly could. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. I don't like it either. I don't, I don't like rematches. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 23 minutes past the hour, day two of the 12 working days of Christmas. We thank you for being with us. You want to be listening uh, today uh, for the sounder, and this is not it, but this is what you're listening for. That's what you're listening for. That's not now, uh, but that's what you're listening for. Uh, Harry Murdahl got a little frustrated yesterday. He came in on a rant in the studio saying that people were just calling all morning. Yeah, get ready um, for that. Uh, so, uh, well, they'll call after too for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I get they don't. You know, they're not really following it. They're just guessing. Hey, uh, and, but and don't um, just dial and randomly go. Hey, are y'all? Have y'all done? Are y'all going to do that? Mm-hmm. When you hear the music, that's when it happens. Mm-hmm. We can't even if we knew we can't. Tell. And here's the thing: if you do that, if you call in and you happen to get somebody mm-hmm. and you ask that question. You're not going to be – we're not mm-hmm. going to put you on hold no. and go, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll do that now. Put you on hold yeah. and you have a chance. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Um, I gave one guy a break. He said, I, I actually, I can't listen. I haven't listened, so I'm just calling blind. I'm starting to listen now, and I just needed to know, have y'all done it? Okay, you know, so I, I get that. that that's I get a that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Different question. Um, He's thinking, do I need to be on the lookout? Right, right. Yeah, I, and you know, it's yeah. like I've had meetings and stuff. I and now I'm starting. I'm a little mad at you about it, but I'm right. not. <laughs> but just yeah. not probably real not mad. worth the phone call. But I get it. But, yeah, but yeah. but I can live with that. One. Yeah. Um. So last night, the big Alec Baldwin interview about he breaks down uh the um, the shooting on Rust and the fact he had a. Um, a pistol that was uh, had a live round in it. Uh, yeah. it. Was it a live round or was it? Um, was it? Did it have? Um, because I've heard breakdown of this. The reason I ask is I, I've heard that that they look just alike. Yeah, but they were the, referring to it as a live. It's a live round. Okay, because they were saying the question is how did it get on set? Right, and uh, and. And, they, he, and and the way he got around, I didn't pull the trigger. Is that technically he didn't pull? According the to him, and I'm no gun him. expert. I don't know if this is possible. He claimed they were getting the shot of the gun, like a close up, and, and she told him to pull the hammer back, and he pulled it. He said I didn't cock it, and then when they were done with the shot, I let loose, it, let it go. Okay, because I've heard how this happened about ten different ways. Uh, and somebody who, I said, don't even know if that's if that would somebody. I don't, I don't know anything. Somebody said he was sitting there and doing it, and then she's standing over here. What it, you're saying that she was act like actually like right there with him? No, I don't know that. But she was in, according to him, she was instructing him on how she was getting her shot. She is the 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 woman that was shot, Senator, or the I think, or the uh, I could be wrong. Somebody was uh, telling him they okay. were trying to get a shot of the gun. I may be wrong about okay. who it was, and someone was telling him how to do point it. it this way, lean it this way, and all that. And he said he pulled the hammer back. Not and all the way back. That's what he claims. Now I don't know, but and he claims he just let it go and it went off. That he okay. didn't pull the trigger. But again, and I know people are going to disagree with me. If you're on a movie set and you have people who are there for safety reasons to go, mm-hmm. okay, this weapon's safe. Mm-hmm. It's really not the actor's 
They go, well, you don't point a gun and pull the trigger. Well, you do in movies. I, I don't know if y'all have watched movies. I've seen a lot of people pointing guns and pulling triggers. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have gun experts to make sure they don't have live ammo in it. But everybody going, I can't believe he didn't check it himself. And I'm not defending one. But I, if you're an actor, that why do you have those people there then? They're supposed to tell you this gun. It's it very hard for the gun expert to know where the gun's loaded yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I really don't see how an actor, well, he pointed it again. Then you got other actors going, well, I always check my weapon. But I can see why you wouldn't. I mean, th- there's a person here that's a gun expert who just handed me a weapon and said it's it's good to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Snyder. Uh, now, from this point forward, mm-hmm. and I think he even made this point. He goes, before, he goes, now, from this point forward, he goes, I probably, he, of course, he goes too far and claims he's never going to make a movie with a gun in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had to go that far. But he said, from this point forward, obviously, I would check it. Yeah. But up to this point. I, I just trusted the experts. I'm an actor. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not a gun expert, yeah. which is, and I, I don't really have it. You know, everybody, I don't have a problem with that. And they I, go, you don't pull a trigger and point a gun at somebody. Well, like I said, while shooting I, movies, you yeah. do. I watch a lot of movies yeah. where they do that. John Snyder, I guess, not a fan of Alec Baldwin. That's yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people can't seem to separate that. But right. I agree with John but, on his, uh, yeah. the, the the reason they put this show out. Yeah. To oh, to, yeah. To help yeah. Yeah. Oh, to help oh, his image. Yeah. Help his image and the fact that he can cry on demand and all that. He's acting. I think yeah, it was you that said that promo yeah. sounded like a movie trailer. Yeah, it did. I mean, it, it was did. It did. Well yeah, produced. Had, had music yeah. behind it and everything. But let's get that pa- didn't help. let's get past all of that and find out. Okay, what really happened? And that's his side of the story. And so I guess. Others will be interviewed, and there's an investigation going on. Um, but uh, that happened last night, so we'll we'll have some uh, some <clears throat> small uh, you know segments and and some sound from that early. Uh, I mean, late in the uh, um, big show today, so be listening for that. But that's just kind of something that's been on our mind. Just talking about it is that it happened, and that was his way of saying I didn't pull the trigger because technically he didn't, according but again, to him. If- Except when they go, well, the, the script didn't call for it to, be, to be pulled. Now, you might want to argue that. And still, it doesn't matter. It goes back to one thing. Why was there a loaded gun on the right. set? That's, yeah. that's your problem. you got to figure out how that got through the crack. He said something about when it went off that he first thought that um, uh, the lady that he had shot had fainted. Yeah, he thought it was because he said the noise and nobody yeah, had just, ear protection. And Yeah, and he just scared her and, and she fainted. Again, I don't – something about Alec, you, you, you feel like he's making – and I'm not saying <laughs> – right. I'm just, I mean, it's, it's, it's a horrible thing, but I, a lot of the stuff I think that they're saying is unfair. Right. Like I yeah, said, I doubt every actor. I mean, again, why do I have gun experts on the scene yeah. if I got to be a gun expert and fix it myself? I shouldn't trust those people. Yeah. It's really hard for this thing not to be loaded. I mean, it ain't like when things go, yeah, I can see how that would happen. There's there's no scenario where a live round should have even been on the set. No, and there's rumors, too, about, you know, um, the, the 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 staff and the, and the people they had hired to be on hand there was a lot of drama and they weren't real happy. Well, he said low budget he, and, he touched on that because some of them were uh, they weren't like gun expert people, but some of the crew were like they didn't like where they were staying at and, uh, and all this. And yeah. I think some of them actually walked off the set. Wow. Of course, now he may be just saying that's the only reason they were. Yeah. You know, they said they didn't like the house they were staying in. So. Oh, okay, we'll break it down in more detail Rick during the main Bubba, show. We'll be right back. Bubba. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender Ten minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. This portion of the uh, show is sponsored by our friends at CordBuddy.com. Uh, Travis Perry and his team at CordBuddy.com. 
uh, has really um, has really come up with something that has done well over the years. We've talked about it. We've had him on the show. Uh, we've given things away, and and you need to listen up, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, uh, music lovers everywhere. If you're looking for a really cool Christmas present for someone, uh, then you need to check it out. Even though you know, look, Christmas is getting here. Uh, we got a little bit of time, and you're gonna like what I have to tell you here when it comes to Cord Buddy. Uh, Cord Buddy is like, think of this, training wheels on a bicycle. Uh, that is what you're dealing with when it comes to playing the guitar, because. You've got the Chord Buddy system that you can attach to the guitar, and it teaches you how to play. And uh, we were talking with Travis, and because Chord Buddy is based right out of our home state in Dothan, Alabama, they are not having any shipping uh, issues at all. Uh, so you need to check it out right now. Uh, they're absolutely slow. Low, they're absolute. <laughs> they're. Absolute lowest price <laughs> on Chord Buddies right now for less than fifty dollars. You can learn how to uh, play a guitar. And I've got great news, too, talking to him on the 12 working days of Christmas yesterday. He is going to have a Chord Buddy guitar combo that we're going to give away. Look out. And I'm talking about the Perry 42-inch uh, uh, full-size steel string guitar Chord Buddy device, Chord Buddy songbook, Chord Buddy lesson plan with free app, guitar tuner, and picks. Uh, and they've got some really cool deal. Like they got the natural spurs and the sunburst uh, colors for right-handed strummers, and for left-handed uh, left-handed strummers, they got the natural finish. About a three hundred dollar value that we're going to now add to the twelve working days of Christmas, which is really cool. Uh, but if you don't want to wait for that and you just want your chord buddy, get yours today at chordbuddy.com. Uh, chordbuddy.com. It is a very interesting and terrific way to learn how to play a guitar, uh, and you can learn all about it at ChordBuddy.com. That's ChordBuddy all together, ChordBuddy.com, uh, or you can find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. But, yeah, I mean, you know, he's offering up not only the ChordBuddy system and the lesson plan and all that. He is, he's got a guitar and everything that he's adding to uh, his pa- the package here. It's called that? the Chord Buddy Guitar Combo. I know both of you. Combo, I know both of you strum with your right hand. Yeah. Do you do anything with your left? Eat. I know that's always been I a noticed, weird yeah. phenomenon with me with you is mm-hmm. you do eat left-handed which mm-hmm. is always strange to see you do everything hand, in here right-handed and then go have lunch and you're eating with your left hand. I don't hand. know why. Is that something you tried to do when you were a kid? You mm-hmm. thought I'd be sharp and, I, I, and it just I stuck? Never or? thought. Never really noticed it. So somebody pointed it out one day and I went. And yeah. is that the only thing you do left-handed? I think I eat right-handed too. I don't know. Yeah, no, I do nothing else left-handed. Speedy, mm-hmm. do you do anything mm-hmm. left-handed? Mm-hmm. No, hmm. I don't. See, my daughter writes left-handed, but that's the only thing she does left-handed. Yeah. When you're when you're driving, and when she was a kid, she would write left-handed, but she would color right-handed. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, I don't understand that. Uh, I have one 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 of the boys, Tyler, is that way. He threw the baseball. He throws left-handed. Anything he has to do, he throws left-handed. Yeah, but he writes right-handed. And if he was to go bowling, he'd bowl right-handed, and he kicks right-footed. Uh, yeah. And so it's like the only thing he does left-handed throw. is is throw. But everything else, well, he bat he, when he when he would bat, he would bat left. The batting too. thing has but always. He, but he's right eye dominant, so when he shoots the rifle, he's right he's right handed. The batting thing has always been a weird thing for me because, um, the so I've always wondered why we call batting left handed batting left handed because mm-hmm. you're really right hand dominant when you're batting left handed. Yeah, mm-hmm. Your right hand is on the bottom 
of the bat. Mm-hmm. And so when you're batting right-handed, your left hand is mm-hmm. on the I've always wondered why we named it that. Is it have something to do Pitcher, with what side of the, the plate side you're of the plate, on? I guess. Is that it? It's got to be. Well, why is it the same way in golf? Because uh, in golf, we're not even worried about that. I guess on the other side of the tee box, true. I guess. But true. Yeah. that's always bothered me. I think we mislabeled that. Maybe. Because that's what we're talking. When we say you that, have an argument. We, when we say that in our mind, we're, we don't think about the plate and what side you're on, mm-hmm. or the tee box and what side you're on. Right. You think about how they perform as an individual with their their characteristics that they have. Right. So uh, it's always been mislabeled to me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just me. I see your point. But I always had a problem stepping in the plate, batting left handed. Left-handed, but I was actually dominant right-handed. Yeah, yeah. On the bottom, very the strange. Yeah. You didn't like anyway, called, no. just thought I just thought I'd throw that out there. Bothered you. Um, I Terry Terry looked at me last night on the couch and said, um, "Let's go look at Christmas lights this weekend." Oh, and I said, "Excuse me," and I blame. You need to head over to where I live. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, this was. The, I don't think I'm not talking about riding through a neighborhood. No, no, I'm talking about well, you get a little bit bust of both worlds. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a about a quarter of my matter of fact, Bubba can see it from his house. Yeah. Um, I blame the Alabama High School Athletic Association commercials on the 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 uh, Super Sevens going on right now. We talked about Greg's son Taylor with Thompson winning seven A, but now all the other classifications are playing the rest of the week. And I was watching some of Pike Road and Pleasant Grove last night. Pike Road won. Congratulations. Down by Auburn and well, Montgomery, big. Um, but the commercials were ru- rolling, and at Chocolaca, Chocolaca Park in Oxford, Alabama, they've turned their park into oh, they light a, into up. lights and a winter wonderland, yeah. and, you, and you ride through there and you see yeah. all oh, the yeah. lights and all this kind of stuff. Well, that got her going. Hey, let's go. Walk, let's go look at lights. And you got that. You got Nakalula Falls. You got yeah, Nakalula does a good job. Um, too. Up in Madison, you got at uh, Toyota Field. There, they they turn their whole parking lot into to light shows and do, everything. I think they do it right here in Pelham. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently she's Lisa all used about us it. Go to that church in Glencoe that had the blinking lights. Yeah. And you tune your radio to yes. the song. Yeah. I don't think they did that last year though. But I, I got know. I got I got caught kind you of half. Mac Daddy had us out there. <laughs> I got caught kind of half listening because she said, um, I think it was Nakalula Falls. I can't remember, but she, she mentioned something. She said, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and do it because you got to get tickets. I think now at Nakalula, you can ride a train through it. Yeah, because I mean, they're going to sell out. Better. And I looked and I said, huh? Ooh, like, pay. And, and I mean, her thumb was about to press. I mean, you know, how much to look at lights? Whoa, whoa. I'll, I'll say this. Whoa, whoa. I have hey, never been wait, up there and they said, hey, look, we're sold out. We can't take That's anymore. Good point. Right. And, I, and I've gone up there a lot. I just don't way. feel like there's a mad okay. rush that they just, will ever yeah. sell out. I mean, hey, were you in the room with me? <laughs> because I said, no, 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 no. Don't but they're not going to sell out. I promise you, they ain't going to turn yeah. anybody away. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And hey, the whole point, I'm thinking, you know, it'll get to Friday night and she's going to either forget you're or not. You're waiting you know, it out. I'll be like, yeah. yeah, let's not go. You know, hey, we got a lot going on. Let's just watch a movie. You know, I'm, that's yeah. what I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, but feel, she might bring it back up. I kind of feel about lights like I do fireworks. I mean, yeah, I'm the same yeah. way. You've seen him. You know, well, it's yeah. going to be one of those things as husbands. It's cool for five lot. minutes, and then you're like, can we leave? Yeah, I'll be like, if we do it, it's going to be like, okay, I'll go. If And it's clearly for her. Yeah. And I know that ladies, y'all do things for uh, I get that, but it was one of those moments. But I caught myself half paying attention. And when she said, okay, well, I'm buying them now because. So, A, yeah, you committed. Yeah, I'd gone back into the game is what I'd gone into, yeah. and I was half listening out of my left ear. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with Hams. I don't, I don't think we can have no more people in here to see lights. Right, We're yeah. full. Well, they say uh, right here that it's, it sells out. You got to get your tickets. You got to reserve. Yeah, whatever. And of I'm course, like, that's what they say. That's what I would tell everybody if I was running the business. Are, are y'all if you like miss me? It, run to that church in Glencoe. Are y'all like me? Whenever your wife says, "Hey, what do we got this weekend?" Are you always scared to answer? The, yeah. You're like, if you say nothing, then they come back with all these these ideas. Yeah, that Suddenly, you got something. Yeah. Well, today though, um, she she bought all these little pans, these little storing, uh, like rubber made uh, bins. Like, like no, for for like food or snacks oh, okay. or, you, or okay. candy. Gotcha. And she was washing them last night. And I'm talking about there's like six of them. And they're pretty big. And I was like, what are you doing? Why, why did we get all this all Christmassy stuff? Uh, and instead of you're my homie, it's you're my gnomie. And there's little gnomes all around it. Mm-hmm. And she was just so proud of them. <laughs> and I was like, honey, what, why, why do you have you're my gnomie, uh, you know, container? What started that? And she said, well, the swag moms were all getting together Here today we and we're cooking all day. Oh, and my. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, we're baking. It starts at like eight or nine, and we're baking all day long. And they all get in. Well, you'll benefit. Well, that'll be a gossip and, fest. And, oh, I know. And they do it. They do it once a year, and they all get together. Well, and I'm to talking about it, right? it's about seven or eight hens, and they get in there. They're good eating for you. Oh, and they they got this. I don't know where they go. Big old kitchen, and they just bake all day long. Between and that the and the uh, illumination, you're gonna see later. Oh, you're in you good shape. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour. Hello and welcome Ooh, to another hour to of the Rick and Bubba knees. Show. Much to do as we go forward on the program. But first, uh, here's our national anthem. So gallant 
is eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. A brand new hour has begun, and uh, we're moving forward. And boy, do we have an action-packed show for you today. Gift number two in the 12 working days of Christmas will happen today. Will of Meat will happen today. Brad Edwards, formerly of ESPN, breaking down the conference championships in college football. That will happen today. Uh, the real Greg Burgess has a story from trying to get ready for Christmas uh, from his home that you will not believe. Uh, we will cover that on the program today. We'll recap stories since the last time we were together, and we'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All that coming up. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler have already given you a kickoff hour. They're ready to go. Let's bring in uh, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Everybody ready? Say something. The silver tongue one, uh, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates. Let's go. Merry Christmas, babe. Sure to change the lights. Merry Christmas, babe. Take it home. I can name that band. I'll tell you what. I got whatever you want. Uh, uh, ain't no way. Nobody can get that one. Uh, so I'm looking down. I'm, and you know, some of these bands I remember, uh, they all have ties to our home state of Alabama because this is one of those compilation CDs that's not even available anymore. It was raising money uh, for a great charity, and uh, our friend Kevin Derryberry got involved in it. Uh, the, the late Mark Phillips you know, was always involved in, in some of those projects. So you look on here, and some of these bands. I re- see. I'm trying to think, Rick, who that is. Wait a no way, Bubba. I'm honestly. Let, don't even. Tone, don't waste brain power. Is that tone deaf hobos? No. <laughs> Boy, that's good. Though. That's not it. No, it's not. Oh, I love those. No, guys. that's not it. Actually, They're really good. The name of the band doing that version of "Merry Christmas, Baby" is the Cast. C-A-S-T. Ooh. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. I, I don't remember them. Don't know what they're doing now. But um, but on here you have Emmylou Harris. You have Alabama. You got Kevin Derryberry. Uh, you got the Commodores uh, and uh, Tommy Charles. The late Tommy Charles was on here. Uh, Brother Kane, of course. Um, don't remember the band. I think we would have loved them. There was a band, I guess, at one time here in our area, Bubba, called Gravy. 
I'd Boy, wonder, how did I miss that? Great name. How did we huh? miss them? Golly. How did we miss them? Hmm. So um, I could have worked the tambourine for them. Yeah. Anybody ever go out and see Birmingham? Uh, boom, chick, boom, chick. Bubba, did you, ever, boom. did you ever go out and catch Birmingham Coral Guild directed by Richard Phillips? Did I not. did not, Rick. Okay. I am sad to say. Uh, <laughs> what about this one, Bubba? This sounds like you. This sounds like a band you would love. Suburban Love Junkies. I have heard of them. <laughs> Are they still around? They still around. I don't know. Remember Slick Willie? Yes. Yeah, they were on yeah, that. I remember one that. Yeah. Yeah. So suburban uh, love junkies. Yep. Mm. So there you go. Anyway, so uh, thank Mary. you, thank you to Hoover, whoever that is singing that version it's of really "Merry good. Christmas, Baby." We we play it every year and we like it. Really uh, all right. So we, you heard me mention Bubba coming out of the top. Uh, well, we got a lot to unpack today, my friend. Lot there, there, there is a lot to do today. I mean, we we tap. got we got wheels of meat spinning. We got <laughs> gifts being given out. We got uh, updates on college football with all the conference championships this weekend. Greg, uh, under the category, my goodness, I can't not. You can't even have a not so, again. Uh, the, the, Greg in the Christmas tree. Not again. The, the, the battle continues. <laughs> I mean, the battle yeah, continues. It does. <laughs> Looks like another W for the tree this you're, year. You ever mm-hmm. amaze yourself? Yeah. You ever amaze yourself? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm amazing. I, Greg, I've amazed myself to the point that I went into the the nearest place that had a mirror and looked at, <laughs> and looked at myself and said, "You, we got an idiot or you? What, you, what is wrong what, with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come I, on! I, if, if if I could distance myself from you, I yeah, would. I'm gonna but, but, but I can't. Why do you do? What 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 were you thinking? I don't know. I know, Greg. What were you thinking? Evidently. Never mind. I don't even want to talk about it. I will. But now, reluctantly. Gonna, do you realize, Bubba, that he's held this story for how many days? A week. Uh, a week. A week. He said, he said, oh, yeah. He yeah. said he was so mad when it first happened, he couldn't even talk to him. Oh, yeah. I'm, bring I'm, it up. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly, you remember in um, Liar Liar when Jim Carrey beat himself up in the bathroom? Yeah. That's what I almost yeah. did to myself. <laughs> you almost that, beat yourself up? Yes. That's one of my favorite scenes. When he kicked his own rump? Yeah. 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 That's, that's not easy to do. It's no, not. it's not. Well, I tried it. 15 minutes past the hour, uh, a big action-packed Rick and Bubba show right there ahead of you. Here we go. Just moving toward it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 20 minutes past the hour. Merry Christmas from Rick and Bobby. By now in New York City. All of us here at the show. Merry Christmas. There's snow on the ground. That's a good one. That's a good one right there, Greg. That's a good one. And out in, in California. California. Human feces on the ground. Remember that? Maybe yes. down in I was in that tornado. I was at the house. They're showing, they're showing uh, a tornado that hit this time last year, uh, around this time, uh, in our hometown of Oxford, Alabama, on one of the TVs. Sorry, we just shout these this. things out. You'll have no idea what we're doing. Rick, think about this. You know, nowadays, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but if there's lightning within 500 miles, they shut the game down for 30 minutes. Yes. The Iron Bowl never stopped, and the tornado went, I mean, not far from it at all. And it the nearly, thunderstorm that was on it was incredible. And they never stopped one snap. They never. It was a downpour. The tornado itself wow. nearly hit 
the Iron Bowl as mm-hmm. it was being played, and they never stopped. And the thunderstorms off. I mean, I remember it was raining <laughs> so hard you couldn't. I remember Bo breaking one going down the sideline, I and mean, the rain just falling all over. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was emceeing a beauty pageant <laughs> in our hometown that night, and the tornado took the uh, corner off of the Civic Center that we were in. Good night. It, 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 and it, it hit right on top of Win Dixie. It was a very, very scary, scary night. Yep. Uh, it's okay for me not to remember. <laughs> no need to do tributes to that. Yeah. Uh, but people did, and people did get killed over at the Win Dixie, and uh, there was a place called Sky City. Remember Sky that? City. And that it was, was the end of Sky City. That was the first time I'd ever learned that. And you know, you've talked about it, Bubba, that deal where you know the way the suction is and all the the power. It actually, you know, the ceiling just it went and the ceiling mm. came down. Yeah, the walls sucked yeah. out. And if and when the ceiling came down. Because it was a grocery store, and, and the grace of God, it actually formed tunnels that actually protected people. Because, because of the shelves. Yeah, yeah, but the wow. shelves actually did that. If the shelves had not been there, then the roof comes down and everybody just standing there. So the shell, the shelves broke off the roof and made it into pieces where it didn't kill more people. But Man. it did a lot. But uh, And I can remember what it was like inside there, especially when a guy came in the front door whose truck had been thrown into a lake that was next to the Civic Center. And he had swam his way out with a broken neck, and they walked in with blood all over him. Uh, and you, you see the lightning flashing. You see him in the dark. That was a great feeling. Wow. Good yeah. night. Yeah. All the picture. visual. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, <laughs> how would you like to have been him? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, for he, some reason, they were showing it on TV. Yeah. He drives it to the beauty pageant, and the tornado throws his truck out in the middle of the lake. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's not a good day. Mm-mm. Yeah, remember looking out in that parking lot, just cars everywhere, upside down, wire everywhere. Mm. All kinds. It was awful. Terrible. Uh, so, uh, looking ahead, uh, speaking of terrible things, uh, Adler, uh, videos, uh, video two A and B here. So Alec Baldwin had his chance last night, George, uh, Stephanopoulos from ABC. We, we played the trailer for you yesterday and the build up to it all. Um, you know, the, the discussions about what everybody saw and heard last night, um, you know, they vary. Um, and Greg, I'm kind of in your camp. I understand the situation. I do think that. You know, as you've said many times, Bubba, when you're dealing with an actor, uh, if you don't believe that, just please pay attention to the the, the rulings about to come down on the Jesse Smollett deal. You know, he gets on there with Robin Roberts and cries, and mm-hmm. she just, you're beautiful. Jesse, you're beautiful. Mm. He said, what a be- beautifully, beautifully said. And, and every, How can he defend anything? And the far left just completely buys into a story that he mm-hmm. completely made up. Uh, and, and went off on the narrative and gave us all a speech. And, you know, the, yeah. we, we, well, you know, there's, there's, on this Alec Baldwin shooting, yep. there's going to be a lot of facts that come out that people said this, said that. We do know a gun went off. We know somebody was killed. Somebody was injured. We do know this. Uh, Alec Baldwin picked who he wanted to be interviewed by. He picked the time he wanted to do this. And we know he is an actor that can portray any role. So you have to figure all that in when you watch him give this uh, information. And I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying he didn't do it. I find it strange that he says he didn't pull the trigger. I don't see how that could happen. He tried to explain it. Yeah. I don't know if that uh, even. But, but you know, I, but, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't the there, so I don't know. You it, just have, but, but these other things are the stage that is set for what we're well, going to hear. But, but am I wrong? Do, do actors not point guns and pull triggers all the time? Yeah, they do. I mean, they, I mean everybody's almost like nobody wants to say that because everybody knows you don't pull a trigger point a gun. Yeah, they do. They do it all the time in movies. Yeah. That's what they do. They have experts so people don't – I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't point, understand what's so drastic that if they did point a gun and pull the trigger on a movie set. I don't point at people and pull the trigger in regular life, but if someone says in this scene, 
scene. I want you to act like you're shooting a bunch of people and and uh, and pull triggers and fire yeah. blanks at people. They do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, but here here he is. Here he is with George Stephanopoulos. Uh, question number one: If he feels guilt about this, here we go. Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock. You felt anger. You felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? No, no. I feel that there is. I, I feel that 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 uh, someone is responsible for what happened, and I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. Baldwin now awaiting the outcome of the sheriff's investigation. So the next next question, uh, and this is I don't the one- see how you can say that you're not responsible. Uh, it could be an accident, but you you are. It was in your hand, so you are responsible to some degree. Here's the part when he tries to explain that the, that the gun went off, uh, but but he didn't pull the trigger. Here he's trying to explain that. So then I said to her, now in this scene, I'm going to cock the gun. And I said, do you want to see that? And she said, yes. So I take the gun and I start to cock the gun. I'm not going to pull the trigger. I, I said, do you see that? She goes, well, just cheat it down and tilt it down a little bit like that. And I cock the gun. I go, can you see that? Can you see that? Can you see that? And she says, and then I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off. I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off. At the moment. The decisive that was the moment. moment the gun went off, yeah. That was the moment the gun went off. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. Never. That was the training that I had. You don't point a gun at me and, and pull the trigger at them. Yeah, this Colt forty-five. you just pulled... The hammer as far back as I could without cocking the actual. And you're holding on to the hammer. I'm holding that. I'm just showing. I go, how about that? Does that work? Do you see that? Do you see that? She goes, yeah, that's good. I let go of the hammer. Bang, the gun goes. Everyone is horrified. They're shocked. Uh, It's loud. They don't have their earplugs in. No one was. The gun was supposed to be empty. I was told I was handed an empty gun. If there were cosmetic rounds, nothing with a charge at all, a flash round, nothing. She goes down. I thought to myself, did she faint? Yeah, well, and, and I thought well, that, that... that explains it. I mean, he, he fired the weapon. Look, on a revolver, the hammer goes back. If the hammer hits the back of the bullet, it goes off. With enough force, yeah. Yeah. And, how and, far back yeah, you if you, if you pull it back far enough to cock it, then you have to, to hit the trigger to do it. But you can fire it without going all the way back to the cocking position. I mean, you, you yeah, think, you've yeah. seen people yeah. do that in movies. You but can, again, I feel like, it, I mean, I would feel horrible if I'm the one that did it, but they have these people on set to make sure that it's not his responsibility to make sure it doesn't happen. That's no, no. why you have gun experts. Yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying. But, it's really not. But this thing of him saying he doesn't know how the gun goes off, if you pull the hammer back far yeah, enough yeah. And, and it hits it, it'll but, go but off. But the key here, and he even says, that, and that's I agree, the same thing as pulling the trigger. You're the, still firing the weapon. The key right? here is who brought live ammo on the set and how to get it. I understand. Gun. I, I think there's several the points key. to this. Because actors are pulling triggers at each other with blanks in it all the time. I think there's several points at this. You obviously have a professional who is supposed to be in charge of this. But I still think the last per- the last check in this is the person holding the gun has to know the gun is empty. And but, when it was handed to him, he should have looked in in the chamber and, and be sure that it was empty. Because he but said did, it wasn't he know, supposed to have a blank. I, and I hate to go on that part. Now, if they were handing him a gun with a blank in it, they showed the blanks. They look just like the bullets. There's no way the only person that's going to know the difference is the expert. Well, and I was going to say, we, we because we are – always handling guns yeah, but we're not an actor well that's what i'm saying he's not he doesn't he may not even know how to check a bullet see if a bullet's in there guys they they pull triggers at each other all, all the, the time. time in yeah. movies yeah they all do. the time 
They do, and uh, but that explains. Yeah, exactly. that's how it went off. I mean, he he, he pulled the hammer far enough back to, to discharge the uh, the bullet. And then, and and you'll hear in the in the uh, our podcast this weekend, Rick and Bubba University, and uh, Jim Brant's with us, who is an expert uh, with guns. And he reads some of the complaints that they were getting from the set that may explain how a live round got in there, that there were all kinds of problems. So there's going to be some liability on somebody. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big, it's our number. Thanks for being with us. SimplySafeBubba.com. If you have not seen what's going on there, uh, we got a great opportunity for you. You maybe have been considering uh, one of these um, one of these systems, and you're like, ah, you know, I don't know. Do I need to make this move? I've heard you guys talk about it. It makes all the sense in the world. Well, if you were ever considering uh, upgrading to modern security systems and uh, uh, some of the industry really outdated, which is why Simply Safe Bubba.com was created to begin with, one of the things that was problematic is the old systems were so intrusive that if you were renting property, you couldn't even have one. Uh, so you really were sitting there like a sitting duck with no security system. But with SimplySafeBubba.com, you can put this system in any property, anywhere, take it with you when you go. But right now, uh, you can get it at 40% off. How about that? Uh, so if you use simplysafebubba.com, we get you 40% off the new system. has indoor and outdoor cameras now, door and window sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who will send help the minute you have an issue. And, and Simply Safe was even named Best Home Security System of 2021 by both U.S. News and World Report. Uh, so, And they start just a little over $100, and we can get you 40% off, and there's no long-term contracts or anything like that, no upsell. None of that. And as, as, and as we said, you install it yourself. So you don't even have to sit around and say, well, uh, installation team's supposed to be here sometime today. Wish it, I may lose my job, but I got to sit here at my house from 8 to 5, mm. hoping it'll work out. Don't have to do any of that. SimplySafeBubba.com. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. So still to come on the program, uh, Will of Meat will spend today. Uh, also, gift number two in the 12 working days of Christmas all ahead. Uh, do we even, it's almost like we're getting rid of the things that, that we're not really, uh, uh going to talk about, but back, we'll put Alec Baldwin on the shelf. Now, what you're going to see there, it's really going to come down to this. There was negligence on the set. How did a live round? And it was a live round. That's, that's, we now know even our, our podcast this weekend, we'll talk about that because as Jim Brandt, former FBI, uh, said, uh, only a live round would go through people and into the wall yeah, and all yeah. that. It, one of those, uh, Wax bullets or anything like that wouldn't have penetrated the human body like this did. So it was it was a one hundred percent live round. And then there's you know how did the live round end up? We know that people have suggested some of them were target shooting with the weapons they were using in the movie with live rounds. Not a good idea. Uh, obviously there was confusion. Uh, a live bullet gets in the gun. Alec Baldwin holds the gun, pulls the hammer back, fires the weapon, kills a person, and now the courts will sit around and decide who is held accountable. And, and to what degree. Yeah. That, that's kind of where we're going. Yeah. Uh, and, and Alec Baldwin is producer of the movie, but also acted in it and was the one with the gun. So do, do I think that – I do not believe the conspiracy theories of Alec Baldwin set out to shoot this woman. I, don't, no. I do not believe that stuff. Uh, but I do think what you saw last night was Alec Baldwin 
getting on camera and 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 trying to put on the show for to, to minimize Change the narrative. Yeah, a to, bit. to minimize uh, how 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 much damage is going to be done to him. So we'll we'll put that there. Uh, Adler, we're looking now here at videos um, A and and B, uh, and this is this ongoing court case. Um, and there there were some things that. I, you know, one of the things that it's it's interesting to watch the people that are that are covering all this. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court. We're sitting here uh, on the cusp of a, a ruling that ultimately will say the federal government really does not have the power to uh, to force on states abortion on demand. It, it, they don't have the power to do that. That was a bad piece of of uh, legislation uh, and really it was a bad law. Yeah, it was just yeah, a bad law. Bad ruling. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's what's in front of um, now. You're going to hear that this means this if this ruling goes a certain way that women won't won't have access to this at all. That's that's not true. Uh, now you may be in a state where you'll lose access to it, and uh, and then you could move to another state or, or whatever. But but anyway, so uh, now here comes all the grandstanding. First of all, let's go back to the actual Supreme Court. Here's Justice Alito. Uh, and uh, we're going to get that comment. This is his, uh, some of the uh, audio from the oral arguments and questions as it all started. Yep, and then after that, we'll, we'll certainly want to hear what The View had to say about it. All right, so here it is. On the other side, the, the fetus has an interest in having a life, and that doesn't change, does it, from the point before viability to the point after viability? So you see we're you're just trying to make the point some of the things we're arguing here, it kind of goes back to what we said. Really, what we need to talk about is whether we have the right to do this or not. Mm-hmm. And, and and do we do if if this is if this is life? Do does anybody have the right to deny that life to anyone? Well, there, uh, there's this viability test right, right, that yeah. has been floating around like right. at 15 weeks yeah, or sure. whatever. Right. And there's been a lot of questions on how did we settle on this time? What is, what, what is this based on, you know, as they kind of pull this thing apart? And it's been some very interesting questions. Um, I, don't, I don't think that the folks arguing for keeping Roe are doing a very good job, honestly, because their argument has pretty much been, well, this is settled law. This is the way it is. This is a constitutional right. Well, if you if you do it that way, it wasn't a constitutional right before 1973, so it's been not a constitutional right a lot longer than it has been one. So maybe we have to review that. Everything of course, else, the Supreme Court reviews and overturns things all the time. But you're right. So, this is really a, a case about it, what what is this a constitutional right or not, and and everything else is just everybody giving opinions on stuff. But I, but I will say this: or does the federal government have the authority right. to do this? Is this absolutely left to the states to decide? Right, right, and that's really where the case is going to be ruled on. But and I, I heard Sotomayor. I don't know if you heard her comments yesterday. Wow, she's comparing, um, and, and it's it's so funny to watch whoever you talk to. And I know legally they're trying to use the word fetus, but you know if you're a pro lifer, you call it a baby, and if you're not, you call it a fetus. All this kind of stuff. But Sotomayor was making the point that all these things you see on sonograms really don't mean anything. And, I, and I'm paraphrasing because uh, I talked to some people that like 40% of dead people, if you if you touch their foot, they'd have a reaction to it. Yeah, that was and, her. And she, she, start, she compared. Uh, she's saying movement or right, whatever right. does not mean viability. Of course, what she was arguing. Of course, what I would have said right then is now, how many dead people have a heartbeat? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to start comparing uh, babies where, where life begins to dead people. Mm. That's a, that as you said, Bubba. Those that are arguing for it are just kind of 
they're not doing they're not doing a very good job. And you see the national media kind of taking this in and realizing that they're losing this argument, right? And it doesn't look good for them. And you have them now lashing out. You have Whoopi. Yeah, here comes Whoopi with a point about all of us evil men being involved in this, and this is such a tired argument, so very tired. And we'll we'll show you how tired the argument is. But first, let's hear from Whoopi. Do any of you men? have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? How dare you talk about what a fetus wants? You have no idea. Now, I'm, I'm fine if you disagree with abortion. I have no problem with that. My problem comes when you tell me what I need to do with my doctor and my family. How dare you? How dare you? Do, you mean she, like a vaccine? Whoop! Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to find some yeah. instances. Let me ask you this: Why do they always say a bunch of men? They act like there's not a woman alive out there that's uh, because that yeah. that sounds because they like all a, do that. I don't want a bunch of men point. telling yeah, me. Yeah, I, I had a lady one time tell me. She said, "No man is going to tell me what I can do with my body," and I said, "Well." Men have told you you can't put your finger on a trigger of a gun and point it at somebody and squeeze it. If you want to go by that rule. Well, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's just a ridiculous argument that really has nothing to do with the real point of this. One, legally, can the federal government rule on this? Two, does does that baby, does that fetus, whatever you want to call it, have a right to, to, to life? And, and who has the, the, the right to stop that? Well, yeah, and but I'm going to go down the narrative that, that women like Whoopi Goldberg, because they pull out this card all the time. And what I want to say, which I know, I know, and this hold the jokes, I'm going to say to the women that see the world the way Whoopi Goldberg does on this issue about what a men got to do with it, mm-hmm. I'm going to say as, as a man, ladies, make up your mind. Because what we also hear, which I would agree with, by the way, is that men are just as responsible at producing children that uh, that may not have been desired or there was not a planned pregnancy, men are just as involved in that as women. And we hear that all the time when it comes to being irresponsible about it, which I agree with. Deadbeat dads, uh, the hey, 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 player came through, did his business and moved on. He's a rolling stone, irresponsible, evil, wicked. Uh, of course, you know, unless rape's involved, the woman also made it a choice. At one moment, this man was certainly desirable enough for the act that produced his children, but suddenly he, rightfully so, if he doesn't take responsibility of it, becomes a bad person. Yeah. And I would say that is irresponsible because, sir, you had a responsibility in this, and you need to take responsibility for your actions and the and that, that produced a child. Okay, but then women like Whoopi and they have that view when it comes to deciding what should happen once a pregnancy like that takes place. Men should have no say in this whatsoever. And how dare you say anything? I would say to women, make up your mind. Uh, are, are we responsible for this and part of this or not? And, and I would say yes, because, yeah. because of, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 it, you're going to have a tough time. Even if you go to a, you know, a bank that provides something that a man left for you, he was still involved. Okay. Yeah. The, the, it doesn't the, happen without the him. ability yeah. other than the mother Mary to, uh, to have uh, something else take place. There's been one immaculate conception. I don't know of any others. And, uh, and so in, in this particular case, I would say you, you, you women on the far left, you've got to make up your mind about men. And, and I know that, that it, it's been an ongoing issue, but, um, it, it, men absolutely have a say in all this because it takes a man and a woman. And I hate to break the news of all of you that think all this is, 
you can just make up anything. There, there is a scientific, biological, male-female thing that's going on, whether you want to ignore it or not. Yeah. And, and the way babies are made involves a man and a woman, so men should have a say on whether they're going to be held accountable by even the God that they believe in on whether they, uh, they were involved in a decision on, on terminating the life of a child that they helped produce. Exactly. So I would say to women, make up your mind. Yeah. If you don't like Rolling Stones, you don't like Deadbeat Dads, uh, which I don't. No. Uh, then, then you can't. Uh, you, low is low. You can't turn around when this decision is going on. And say you men need to get out here, and y'all got no say in it. Yeah. I mean, make right. your mind up. Uh, so, fourteen minutes to the top of the hour. Maybe you should have that attitude on Friday night, right? <laughs> men and women. You know, yeah. if you don't want to be in this situation, and look, we all are imperfect and made huge mistakes in our life. This, this man included, uh, big mistakes. But if I had made different decisions, I wouldn't have been in that situation. Yep. Uh, 13 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It is uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Watch out. The wonderful will of meat, uh, and it has been illuminated. Uh, it is rolling. Uh, you see it lit there behind me. If you're watching on our YouTube feed, uh, it combined with the Avengers pinball machine uh, from uh, Bumper Nets. I mean, my goodness, uh, everywhere you look, it's a light. So uh, very festive. So the will of meat will spin. Brought to you by our friends at Harry and David. Dot com. Uh, they were originally known for the world-famous mouth-watering pears, but then they got into the meat business, and fine meats are delivered uh, to the same standard of excellence. So though the meat is on the wheel, uh, thus the, the name. Uh, also, 1-800-Flowers.com has the bouquets of flowers uh, all over the wheel. We got that. We cord buddies there. Moultrie's got a, a feeder on there. Uh, we got Rick and Bubba stuff in the Rick and Bubba store. Do take a, make a note. Uh, if you were to land on spatula, you're not going to get it anytime soon. Uh, that we are out of those at the store. They're on back order, and you'll get it sometime in 2022. Yeah, probably sitting out there on a cargo ship somewhere. Yeah, in the Pacific. who knows? About eight deep. You can't. Eat, I mean, you can't even have a spatula. Uh, Henry the horse on the wheel. If it were to land there, can't have nothing means you don't win anything. Uh, if it lands on Pippet, that means you're eating my jaws. Uh, so we get started. Uh, let's go to Carrie. Uh, Speedy will spin the wheel for us. Carrie is out of Alabama. Greg's on the drums. Uh, and uh, Carrie, Hello. what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. And a big spin it is. Around and around it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. We have no idea. All we know is that Christmas pig is up there ready to go. Look at him. The hand of truth is giving us a thumbs up. Yep. 
for possibly one of the last times ever. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, look at here. Yeah. Moultrie, 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 view it. Now, now we say view it because I don't think we want to scream eat it, but really, <laughs> uh, there is no camera. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's, it's really a feeder. Uh, but anyway, so Carrie, you've got yourself a, a feeder from Moultrie. Uh, and see your excitement. She's so excited. She, Thank you so much. Yeah, she she leaped from the car. So all right. So we'll carry. We'll put you on hold. We'll get all the information from you, and Moultrie will send you that feeder. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, let's go to uh, Buddy out of Coleman, Alabama. Buddy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good. How about a go for Buddy, Greg? Go. Uh, all right. So what do you say to Speedy, Buddy? Wow, what a wheel. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a change-up. A little bit of a change-up here. A little bit of a slide. Uh, yeah. Flowers, 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 smell it. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> 1-800-Flowers.com will send either two dozen red roses, two dozen multicolored roses, or autumn lilies to whoever you want. Uh, so which ones uh, do you want? Uh, the lilies. Lilies, it is, buddy. Uh, uh, that's a guy with some class. Thank. We'll put you on hold uh, and get all your information. And one eight hundred flowers dot com will send that right to you. Hey, what are you let's go see Todd. Todd is in Montgomery. Todd, Todd, had a heart attack. All right, Todd from Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Todd, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel! All right, Speedy, let it rip. Greg, we can't hear you, buddy. That's not quite loud enough. All right, let's see here. Oh, the the lights went out. I hate when the Uh lights go out. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, man. You can't even have a lot. There we go. That extension cord. There we go. Okay. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. So you say that because the tip's on this side? Yeah, right? yeah it never yeah, clicked. See, it's got to uh, click. Uh, okay. See, it went back on uh, its own. Yeah, I see. Okay. It's on free will. All right. So, uh, buddy, what do you what do you want here? Do you want uh, you want red roses or multicolored roses? I think I'll take the multicolored roses. I'm sorry. It's Todd, not buddy. All right, Todd, thanks a lot, buddy, <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, enjoy. And I want, I want you to know it was just as awkward for me as it was for you for me to ask a man what roses he wants. <laughs> all right. So, Thank you. I feel the same. All right, man. Maybe we can eat at Panera Bread one day. All right, put you on uh, hold. All right, right. All right, let's go to South Carolina where Debbie is standing by. Debbie, how are you? Fine. All right, Debbie. Wow, what a wheel. There you go. Debbie, knew what she said. She said, she said, wow, what a wheel. Reverse. Reverse spin. Right, here comes the reverse spin on that wonderful wheel. Look at those locks. Don't you just love it? <laughs> Oh, man. Are we gonna, oh, come on. What? Come on, man. Can't have nothing. I'm so sorry. I mean, you can't even have nothing. All right, I think we might can squeeze one more, Josh, in Mississippi. Josh. Yeah, let's send on the one. Josh, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip, Speedy. Let it rip. All right, let's see what we can get for, let's see what we can get for Josh here. Josh, Josh, Josh. Come on, right yeah. there. Me, 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 there, me, there you go. There's me. Josh, $50 gift card uh, from uh, our friends at Harry and David.com. So meet 
off of the meat wheel. Greg, let's get a go. Three goes for for uh, for Josh. You ready? Here we go. Congratulations to our winners and to uh, the one that got can't have nothing. I'm South Carolina, so sorry. I mean, the, her biggest problem was she thought she could have some. We'll come back. Uh, the real Greg Burgess, you will not believe. He went to get the Christmas tree. It's been a decade, and he's been haunted again. We'll talk to him right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. As we move forward, much to come. Gift number two in the 12 working days of Christmas. Just around the corner, when will it happen? Sometime before the show is over today. Oh, Bubba. Um, Greg, uh, I don't even know how to set this up. Uh, I'm backing out. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, I know that you do not want to talk about it. I know that you have refused to talk about it uh, for a week. Yeah. Just about. Um, Do you want to tell the audience what happened? Well, in the spirit of the season, you know, a lot of times we we, we play the best of, and uh, this one always seems to come up. But if you'll remember, and golly, it's got to be nearly 10 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe more than that. I don't know. Uh, when I was getting my Christmas tree out, I ended up falling through the ceiling. Yes. Well, I didn't actually fall through. Part of me did. Your leg went through the ceiling? Yeah. <laughs> and how did that happen? I was I, I, Where I store my stuff, I got some decking down in there, but there's a little section that's not, that needs to be, and God forbid I just do it. Yeah. Right. But um, I always just step over and go, hey, man, you want to do that again? Anyway, so so I, I'll so go up there. So and you're, you're walking. Yeah, you're walking into the attic. It's yeah. not you're not pulling down. No, it's it's like a room off yeah. one of my upstairs rooms. Uh-huh. It's not hard. But you got it's plywood. Like a, you got plywood. Yeah, I mean, there's this one little section there. For some reason, we never. Anyway, it really ain't tough. Anyway, so I go in. I always I pay attention because I hey. Well, then <laughs> I, I go in and some of my insulation had been falling down. I'm like, I got to go over and see what that's all about. Uh-oh. And in the process of that. I guess my concentration leaves me, and and it's unbelievable. I, I lose my balance, and it is a complete repeat. You the, my the exact <laughs> oh same oh thing. <laughs> you within a foot of the where the other one was repaired. <laughs> you went through my the ceiling. Leg again? Goes through again. I look down again, couch covered in that blow-in insulation, which I asked really easy to get up. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. At first, I thought, well, I'm asleep and dreaming. This isn't real. There's no way, because there's no way I'd do that again. First of all, Greg, hey, let's just see if you want to get on the dumbass scale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you fell through the first time. Scale. Why don't you just fix it then? Right. Yeah. But then I got key. Well, I'll never do that again. I'll just step right over these. Hey, it ain't a hard fix. It's really not. Guys, if y'all saw it, yeah, we look at me and go, and that, why it wasn't originally done, I don't know. It seemed like me and the framer got, I was ready for him to leave. And anyway, right. So y'all got sideways. Yeah. Not bad. But anyway, uh, yes. That's a long time ago. But anyway, I should, no, no excuse. It should have been repaired instead. Of, but I thought, well, I ain't going to do that again. 
I guess you were wrong. I couldn't believe it. I, now, let me tell you this. The only good thing is Lisa wasn't home this time to be down there as my leg crashes through and blows insulation all over her okay. and the kids. Okay. Remember well, that? How about her coming home? Well, you, I've, you haven't well, been telling her well, what I, happened. She happened to call me later. I said, well, I got bad news. Oh, Mm-mm. my God. Handled it a lot better than I thought she would. Really? I think the fact of seeing it happen and all the insulation. Ever, so I had all that cleaned up by the time she got home. Of course, it was still a gaping hole. Yeah. And uh, I think maybe not seeing my leg actually fall through the thing, it wasn't near as traumatizing to her as it was last time. Right, right. And uh, and I told her, I said, I'm, look, I, I, I'm an idiot. But see, if you'd have told me that was possible, I would have said, no, that ain't possible. I ain't going to do that again. And it's one leg, right? One, uh, leg. one and leg. how deep are we to, to the I, knee? Oh, I was all the way to thigh. Really? Oh, I, that whole leg was exposed. So you had to actually push yourself back <laughs> oh, up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just the one leg, though. Yeah. If it had been both, I'd really win. I made one completely. So really? how do you how do you patch that temporarily? Well, I call the old uh, – well, ch- oh, temporarily, you're yeah. right, just for the night. So I had a piece of, I guess, scrap left from the last time. <laughs> and just lay it up in there? So I pushed it down from the top, you know, which parts left to cover that right. hole. But then I go down to the bottom and try to push it all back up and tape it, which it didn't stay. I taped it, and I got up, and it's all fell again. <laughs> but I had it repaired the next day. It looks it really looks good. Everything's repaired, but – I, I I didn't think it was possible for that. To, I'll tell you this, though. I went and got a piece of wood cut. I measured it out. And, I, hey, I guess it took you to do it twice before you decided to fix Interesting it. Interesting it didn't just take once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my point. Right. That's that scale I was bringing up yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what? but you know what I do? I just step up and go, who ain't doing that again? So you just want you go fix it, Greg. See, I got distracted when the insulation was down. So you saw a piece of that insulation said, so I need to look into that. Like, what's causing that? And, then, um, and then that he, would be that when, would explain our missed call from Cage, Rick. Yeah, because yeah, I had called all, him because I, I needed was like, to get. Why into, am I getting all these calls? Because there was a guy <laughs> doing some work at the house that we're remodeling that Gerald had set mm-hmm. up, and I was wanting his that guy's number because yeah. I needed his help at my current home. Right. Hey, why are you down there doing that? Can you run by here? And he got did a hole in the roof. He yeah. did a great job, but uh, so you got it fixed but, pretty quick. I oh mean, yeah, next day done. That's amazing. Oh, I'll, listen, I want. I, I was going to get it fixed. In a hurry, because I didn't. Because boy, but now when Lisa got home, and looked at that tape job idea. Then we get up the next day, and it's completely falling. Right. I said, well, I didn't work very good. Yeah. Yeah. The um. So so now, I, and he's even got the brocade back on it. All I got to do is paint it. Here's the text <laughs> that I got from Kate's uh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, listen. Of course, yeah. and I look when I talked to him, it, it just happened. You think I wasn't very yeah. colorful? Yeah. <laughs> I sent back to him, Greg. With three exclamation points, and he put back, "Ain't he something?" <laughs> and I said, "I can't get him to talk about it. He will not talk about it." And he said, "But I wanted to make sure that y'all knew anyway." Mm-mm. Said yeah. he wasn't going to tell y'all. I got so tickled at him telling me, and uh, and, and I said, "What? What would? You, what if you, if you could have been there?" He said, "I would have paid any amount of money to be there." Yeah, hey, and I got and it exposed. I got a lot of work to do on myself about when you really. Mad, yeah, how were you? Well, how uh, were Tara, you? I failed. To, I failed again. How, how were you this time compared to the first time? I think a little better. A little Some better. improvement. Not, not really. Not well, enough. Well, it's tell. bad enough you do it, but to to repeat it yeah. to me yeah. is even worse. I say that's the whole thing. You know what it was this time? More shock than anything. Like how you how you do that again? You right. thought that'd never happen again. You fell through the roof again. Again. I, I just got a text so, from so a friend when, of ours. When did you Rick. know you were going? When did you know? Oh, it happened no, I'm so going. fast. It happened so fast. So fast. I, I, just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, suddenly I'm sitting down, my legs dangling. Yeah. Okay. So your brain didn't have time to tell <laughs> no. you what was going on. Couldn't believe um, it. I couldn't believe it. I said, this is, there's no way this happened. A friend of ours said, I thought y'all were here today. Is this the best of? No, wait, no, wait. It's, yeah, he did that's it what I'm saying. But now you got to give me. Look, it was 10 years between them. Yeah. Right, so really, you've only fallen, fallen through. Here's you what happened. I got cocky. And I, I just step over that. I'm good. 
Yeah, they don't. Hey. Hey, 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 it'll take too much. Go get a piece of plywood. Hey, right I'd now. hate to measure it and call them, get them to cut it for you, and you put it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that might make that might take what? No, oh, it, it may take. I mean, just driving and getting it's the the longest part. But. <laughs> right. Um, I, and I'm not saying this led to you doing this, but I know the disgust of the idea of I've got to get the tree out again, and it was on you. Yeah, how, how was I the how was the, how was the attitude walking in the attic? Not good. Okay, and that probably paid a little. You know, so you did walk in good. there with a bad attitude. Yeah, and then I saw something going on there, so I didn't like that. Yeah. There's one I got the blow in, you know, in the top. Then there's a section over there they had to put mm-hmm. some of the bats, and one of the, and I was going, what is that? And lost my concentration. Mad. I hate to Rest ask this. Did you ever find out what was wrong with your insulation? Nah, I stuck it back up. <laughs> Rick, I, Rick, I moved on to the next problem. I may have to go back and revisit that. Yeah, but, right but now, now you walk on a piece of plywood. Yeah, and what do you think? You a tightrope expert? I well, mean, it was what? only. But here's the deal: it's only like this two little, but it's right there when you come in, Greg. What? I mean, I don't know, Rick. Look, you know us. I'll just step over that. Right. Make sure I don't do that again. <laughs> All right, you, you, <laughs> Rick, and for ten years I was right. But listen. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you ten went, years, I ain't none of that. <laughs> hey, watch your step, you're good. So, <laughs> watch your step, you're good. Make so, sure you got a good hand hold. You, yeah. Did you go talk to yourself in the mirror? You said at one point you wanted to fight yourself. I did. I like, wanted, like, I wanted, like Jim Carrey on Liar Liar. I did. I wanted to beat myself up in the in, in, while looking in the mirror. Mm, right. <laughs> I almost wanted to punch myself. Because yeah, yeah. well, and now you don't know how long it took me to go. That didn't really happen. That ain't real. So I look back, and there it is. Oh, so, it's real. So there was, a, there, were, there was a lot of, of, of you went through a process of disbelief. Yeah, and then there's the cleanup. And I'm gonna be Ooh. honest with you, that's an intense one. Oh, great. that stuff. That it's stuff everywhere. Blows and floats, and it's hard. Chloe's looking at me like, "What the hell?" Uh, I know, right? Yeah, she was right. down there. You're right. It's hard to get up. Oh yes, God, it's hard. Even you know. eventually when it lands in the couch. Yeah. How about that? It How about hap- them cushions? It happened again? It happened again. Merry Christmas, Greg. <laughs> Did you hey, Lisa, go- you know what I got you for Christmas? A hole in the ceiling. How you like it? I know <laughs> I got I know I got it to you before, and you, you it's been 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Thought you might want that one again. Yeah, here you go. Did you go ahead and pull the tree out, or did you leave it in there? No, I still haven't put it up. I'm putting it up this weekend. <laughs> I had shut everything down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christmas spirit was gone. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as our number. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Hail, hail to the newborn king. Let our voices. All right. So, still to come, Brad Edwards, uh, formerly of ESPN, uh, and we had him on Rick and Bubba University the podcast not long ago. Uh, he'll be here to break down all the conference championships coming up this weekend as college football uh, gives everybody their last shot to make it to the Final Four. Uh, and then and into the uh, the playoff. Uh, as we roll back, want to let you know if you're looking for something for your dog, and we have another email today. Uh, bully make uh, durable dog toys for your power chewer. The subscription boxes are delivered to your door. If you'd like to find out more about these gifts you can get for your dog, uh, go to bullymake.com/radio, and we'll get you forty percent off your first order. Uh, that's bullymake.com/radio for forty percent off your first order. So. This goes into these emails that Bubba and I keep um, getting, and and I and I brought up, and it was why everybody was moving Big Boy to the new studio. And Bubba and I were here on the show, and Adler was, you know, doing doing his job, and 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 he made a comment about it, and I said that I had had a number of people that that were friends of mine or acquaintances 
that said that their dogs sleep in the bed with them every night, and it's normal. And, and it didn't seem that the size of the dog, and this email clarifies that, didn't seem to matter. I mean, medium dogs, big dogs, little dogs. Uh, and, and I asked the, the uncomfortable question uh, very delicately, uh, and, and I know, Greg, you're frustrated about your tree, but I'm going to say delicately again. Yeah, would you? I said, uh, if something spontaneous breaks out between a husband and a wife, is the dog just a victim at this point? Hmm. And I have been, unfortunately, shocked. I have not been comforted uh, uh, by people who who want to say, "Oh, don't worry about that, Rick. It, we 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 be sure we're, we're, we don't we don't the dog that never is exposed to that." Uh, but that's not what I'm getting. Unfortunately, that is not what I'm getting. And emails are just stories people are telling me that want to remain anonymous. Here's an email that Bub and I just got. It uh, must be a, a podcast archive, uh, either listener or viewer. Uh, I won't put her name in this. Uh, just listen to today's show. This is the day we talked about it. Right. Okay. My husband and I have been married for 28 years. Uh, we've always had dogs, and we got married. We had a black lab. Anybody ever seen the size of a black lab? Mm, pretty big. You, big you, you know that first yeah, that's, that's a big dog. Uh, his name was Buddy. Well, there's another Buddy. Oh, and he yeah. was, Most dogs named Buddy are the best dogs, and, and they, said that, <laughs> they said he was the best dog. True. We still miss him. He always slept at the foot of our bed, but when things – got a little frisky, I'm using the emailer's term, he would quickly jump off the bed. That's fine. It's what he did next that still makes me laugh to this day. Now, I want you all to think about this (laughs) unfortunate scene that's probably in your head right now. Every single time this would happen, he would sit facing the corner. He would not lay down, or he would never look in the direction of us. Of course not. He'd just sit there and stare at the corner. It was more distracting uh, than if he would just walk around or stare at us. We always joked that he had been traumatized as he sat there staring at the wall. It was so funny, and he always did it, but very distracting. So it's almost like he got in trouble and had to go sit in the corner? No. Yeah, I know that's, yes, yes, that's the scene. But let me tell you what's happening here. He's being traumatized. Yes, he is. (laughs) This is a form of animal cruelty that I did not know existed out Mm -hmm. there. What is wrong with you people? (laughs) What is wrong with you, all of you? This is so, so wrong in so yes, many ways. Yes, I mean, this is. is just like if I said, if someone said, Rick, can you spend 10 minutes telling us the list of wrongs that this is? I could. I could fill a whole 10-minute segment with it. But I don't want to because I don't want to traumatize innocent people right now. But this is this is bad stuff. Yeah. This should not be done. This is not good. <laughs> don't do this. So if you're doing this, correct it. This this is not you know of all the things that Peter could be mad about they they're saying nothing about this. <laughs> um, it just it just seems, it, you know. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. It proves though. It proves the point that I've been making for years that we don't truly love animals. We just love to have animals. And 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 you know when some people say the unfortunate statement, well now that's just a member of our family. You wouldn't do that to a member of your family. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, la- I'm gonna la- add that true. to my list again. That's true. You remember the time I went into the veterinarian's office and they wanted me to claim that Buddy was a member of the family, my Buddy, uh, which is a little dog, and I had to say, nah, the, the the things we do to Buddy, we wouldn't do to a member of the family. Right. And uh, and I think I got to add this one to the list. I I don't know that you would tell your kids uh, go stand in the corner. Mom and Daddy have have got a notion. <laughs> if they if they were sleeping with you, I don't think you'd do that. Mm-mm. I don't think if your you know your parents, your aging parents, had to move in with you, uh, I don't think you would tell Ooh. them 
sorry about this, but maybe you can go stand and sit in the corner and stare at it until this process completes itself. I, I, I don't, I don't think you would do that. I, I, I just don't think you would. And so I, I think this goes on the list again, again, of no, we don't truly love animals, which is, you know, we love to have them, which is okay. We have the right to it. We, we are the superior creation, but, but we have to treat them with some sort of respect and we shouldn't be cruel to them. And this just feels very cruel. It, it appears the inability yeah. to talk or tell everything you know is critical in being man's best friend. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Would you treat your buddy that way, though? No. Yeah. You probably, that's, that's a no. You probably wouldn't. No. Yeah. The, I, I just don't. Yeah. I mean, again, the speaking part's critical. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and like, yeah. that, that, can you imagine? And all of a sudden, often in this very non-speaking same, dogs tell no lies. In, in the in the in the very same in the very same room where this gift from God of intimacy is taking place, a live dog not not a, not 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 some little something you have over in your dresser that you know is not a yeah, real dog. Right. And, you know, because some people, sometimes people who love dogs they'll they'll get little statues of dogs mm-hmm. like their dog. No, this is a live dog. That that just wanted to sleep next to the humans that that he's connected himself to, and and y'all do part this. of his pack. Yeah, and, I think in his world, and y'all do this to him. Now he's sitting over in the corner, staring at the wall, just saying, "Please let it be over." Oh, stop! He's gonna stop. I'm not, what, is that not what he's doing? This is exactly what he's doing. You know, I don't know if this is some human get back because they do this in front of us. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know what we're doing here, but but it's uh, it, it it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Do you I re- think the dog's thinking, "Hey, take that out to the highway"? Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right. right. I, mean, I understand that we owe them one, but I just don't think it's right. We're supposed to be the the higher creation and know yeah. how to act. But yeah. we should we shouldn't act just like they do. Mm-mm. You know, that's I don't think that's good. And uh, and so it just I just didn't realize. Honestly, I've got other things that I feel called to. I don't have the time or the, or effort that I can put into stopping this, but somebody needs to. <laughs> and. Um, some, somebody needs to put a stop to this. One way we could stop it is you just simply hear the segment and make a note saying, I must do something. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is wrong. We've all had to have that wake-up call mm-hmm. in our life. Yeah. What I'm doing is wrong. And, uh, and, and this, this, Let's make a change. Right. This just shouldn't. I mean, like Greg said, when he looked at himself in the mirror, today's yeah. a big mirror day for some of you. Yeah. You know, Go look in the mirror. You know, As Michael Jackson once said, you, he's got to make a change. Yeah. She's got to make a change. Yeah. This, I don't let my dogs look at me while I eat. Supper, correct. You know what I mean. Well, I mean, you love those people, don't you? They're, yeah, they're, they just sit there and beg and look at you. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, go on. I'm there, eating. There's nothing that makes my meal feel better when you're at a place where people let their dogs run wild. It's as the dog keeps nudging me in my lower half while I'm trying to eat under <laughs> right, the table. Right. <laughs> Much less this. I mean, it's like dog looking at me, dog looking at me. Yeah. Well, or like in this case, you said it was more distracting that he just sat in the corner with his back to him because he's almost acknowledging he knows this isn't good. Yeah. It's horrifying. I just see him sitting over there. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Uh, We'll be back. It's the bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Let's 
Talk to the People, 35 minutes past the hour. You can comment on things you've already heard today. Uh, we've got the Greg story. We've, got the, we've talked about some news stories in the first hour. Uh, still to come, gift number two. That's not going to happen here because we're doing a phone throw, so you know that. You're, you're clear to just call to chat with us now, which is what we prefer now. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Brad Edwards coming up uh, next hour. Uh, we'll break down the conference championships for this weekend. Uh, while you're getting uh, lined up and, and dialing us at 866-WE-BE-BIG, I'll point you to MyPillow.com slash Bubba. MyPillow.com slash Bubba. Just in time for this most wonderful time of year, Christmas, the New Year, your holidays, uh, whatever you may be celebrating, MyPillow.com slash Bubba. Hey, it's ready to go. It, it ready to go. Go to that URL, and, man, we're going to get you savings like crazy. MyPillow.com slash Bubba. When you go there, right out of the gate, you'll see $40 off on the classic MyPillow. Boom, right out of the gate. Boom. Boom. And you'll also go there, and you'll see the the slippers. Those, those slippers are fantastic. Bub and I both have a pair. I'm, I wear mine every single day. And right now, any size, color, or style, 50% off. If, if you go to MyPillow.com slash Bub. A Giza Dream Bed Sheets, outstanding. Flannel Sheets, outstanding. 50% off if you go to MyPillow.com slash Bubba. Uh, we'll get you uh, also uh, 30% off on bathrobes, sleepwear, and quilts. Great colors, great styles, all made with 100% U.S. upland cotton. Uh, so all that's there. Savings galore. If you go to MyPillow.com slash Bubba, let the shopping begin. Also at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so let's go to uh, Allen in Nashville. Allen, you got 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba show. Go right ahead, brother. Good morning, Biggins. Hey, buddy. Hey, Alan. I am fellow Biggins. I'm I'm Rick's height, but more like Bubba's body style. Okay. And I have watched y'all on YouTube, and I've been with you about 22 years now. Thank you. I've seen the way y'all have abused those chairs, and I need an office chair. I'm a pastor, and I need a good chair. I want one of those chairs when y'all move to your new studio. <laughs> or could you at least look on it now and tell me the name of it? Uh, okay, what what are, what are these chairs called? Uh, uh, you talking about the ones not in our office, but the ones we're sitting in? No, right the now. one you're sitting in right now. Okay, all right, all right. okay. Watch. I'm sorry that the 30 seconds hit, buddy, but watch on YouTube I right see, now. I see no K N O L L K N Noel K N O L L. Yeah, Noel chairs. That's, that's the logo. They are good chairs. I mean, they've been very durable. To your There's point, because they number on the bottom. They right? get they get abused a lot. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's got that mesh. Yeah, it's, were these uh, were these bought by Summit or did we get them from my cousin? Uh, I know I, we got the stuff remember. out there. I think I think Summit got this. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, Noel K N O L L. That's what it says on that's the logo on the back. Try that, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's go to David in center. David, thirty seconds on Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys, I was going to comment on Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed that he said was. I, we're trained never to point and pull the trigger at someone, which means the editing makes it look as though they're pointing the trigger. Why would you point the gun at someone in the first place, whether it's loaded or not, if you're trained not to point the gun at someone? Period. Well, there was some inconsistencies there. Yeah. So I, I don't. He was trying to be dramatic, and I don't even think he was talking about. Uh, I mean, I've had some people that are, have been on movie sets, and they're saying, look, that we try to minimize that. And I, you're right. But, guys, I mean, I know you can do things with the camera. I got all that. Has anybody ever seen Tombstone, ever seen a Western? Yeah. Ever? I mean, there's times where they're, they're pointing the guns right at each other, and 
and it's up close. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes a gun's put to someone's head. Right. Uh, this this it, may it, have been more. Guys, we go to these theme parks where they do these plays right in yeah. front of you, yeah. where they, they have these guns yeah. shooting at each yeah. other. You, right. you know, this may be him more as as it was mentioned, speaking to the jury or sure. future right. jury. No question. Pool. Because once that process starts, you, you're going to look like you're you're really trying to uh, you know make them see it one way or another. So he got out ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a much lighter note, um, we've been sent a picture from Greg's wife, Lisa, and she said that she was angry, but she stopped and thought about what Jesus would do. Well, that's good. So, and we, I said Jesus would probably cut a piece of wood and fix it to begin with. He would have his carpenter. Would have done a good job with it. Uh, well, there's the hole. There's where Greg's leg is. Look, there's where the other one was right next to it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gracious, alive. That's well, so funny yeah, right at there. At least now they can kind of. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a pair now. Yeah, they do. They match. Boy. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, he went on through there. Yeah, yeah. that's bigger than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that he just didn't fix it the first time. Yeah, it's right. It'd be So why didn't we uh, fix that? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that's been that's been a while. Well, that's we've why that's why he won't fight himself in the mirror. That's why we've he won't fight himself. We've all just said, well, look, that, we'll that get can't back happen that. again. We'll get back. How odd is that? I'll never do that. again. You know what we know? It can happen once every ten years. Yeah, I didn't step through the roof once. I stepped through it twice. Josh in Boaz. Josh, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, been with you since day one. Thank, Thank you, you sir. Thank you, man. Uh, and so, I just want to say it's not that I mind the subject that we talked about last segment, but can I request maybe we wait till after eight o'clock so my twelve-year-old daughter's not looking at me weird in the car line? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're you're not participating in this as a pet owner, are you? No. Okay. Well, then you're all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, you know, and if she asks what people what, what we're talking about because we were very delicate with it, just you can tell her something else. Uh, let's go to uh, Robin and Tony, Alabama. Robin, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey, Robin. I have been a listener since I moved down here in '96. I love you guys. Thank you. you. Thank you. Frontlights of the news. <laughs> well, I've never been called that before. Hmm. Well, you guys say it the way it is. There's no lie. Yeah, we... I just wanted to let you know, go Big Blue this weekend. Let's go, Big and Blue. Michigan is going to have a special patch on their uniforms for the falling of the school shooting in Oxford this last, hmm. this week. Oh, okay. Uh, so, big Michigan fan. Look, Michigan was one of those teams that we all wanted to be good again. Yep. And uh, I've always kind of now they they have I think accomplished that at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean the Ohio State Michigan yeah. game is now rivalry again officially because yeah. it's not a rivalry if, if there's no threat oh, it's for a team to win. A big yeah. rival, Bubba. Well, no, I you're not hearing what I'm saying. It has been, but when one team dominates it for ten years, it's really not a rivalry anymore because nobody you you got to have some threat to win. Yeah, and now that's back. Right, let me ask you this, and I know, and it changed on me. I've always wondered this, and maybe some of y'all can shed some light on this. So when I grew up, we grew up as little boys. We saw there were very few, you know, they your access to seeing a college game on TV was very little. Yeah, and you only saw the biggest of the big. So even though I wasn't from the north, when I watched Michigan Ohio State, I I found myself picking one of them. And yeah. I always was a Michigan yeah. fan. Yeah. Okay, Me when too. I saw Oklahoma and Nebraska, unfortunately, I actually when Oklahoma ran the wishbone, I was an Oklahoma fan. I, I was too. Yeah, and yeah. I later became a Nebraska fan and appreciated them more than Oklahoma. But when I was a little kid, when that rivalry would come on, I was an Oklahoma fan. Uh, when Michigan Ohio State would play, I was a Michigan fan. I wonder, do other people 
like when they see the Iron Bowl and they have no – they're not from no here. Tie to right. it. No tie to it. Did they find themselves picking yeah. Yeah, I think Alabama so. or Auburn too? I think so. Yeah. I think everybody does it. I think that's yeah. kind of a natural thing. Uh, i tell you another one. When Notre Dame and Southern Cal used to play every year, I, was, I cheered for Southern Cal. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Texas and Texas A and M was always big. I was year. always I was Texas. a Texas fan. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why you pick the team that you pick or why. But I was the same way. Uh, Joe. But and- now that Michigan is back, maybe Nebraska can get it. Together. We will. Uh, let's let's <laughs> hope. Uh, Joe in South Carolina. Joe, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Merry Christmas to everybody in the show. Thank, Thank you. you. I really enjoy what y'all do, Matt. I'm a big Georgia fan, and I just want to request that when the gentleman comes in from ESPN, could y'all please bring in Mr. Admire to talk some mad junk about the Bulldogs? I would highly appreciate it. (laughs) I don't Brad's ready for that. And if y'all want to bring bring in Mr. Dippin' Dan, I would love that too. But I'll settle with Mr. Admire. I just love when he talks mad junk. Please, I'm begging, please. (laughs) You know, the sad part is uh, Dippin' Dan don't have a whole lot to say about anything. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, well, well, I mean, you almost won it, and that was brilliant by Saban to 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 allow the game to be close to prepare us for Georgia. We needed that. That's why old Saint Nick was smiling from ear to ear. We had the game; we was in control the whole time. We had to play against Gary Danson. We had to play against the refs, and we had and and then of course, and Saban at the same time trying to teach the team a lesson to prepare us for the dogs. And once again, Kirby Smart will be crying in his beard. Row tide. Uh, let's go. This is a big test for Kirby Smart and it Georgia. Is. This it this is. is the next step. Can yeah. you beat Saban? Can you beat Alabama and go to the playoffs with a chance to win when you have a better team on paper? Yeah. Barbara right. Dothan. Mm-hmm. That's a test. News Talk 103.9. It's an absolute because you're going to find out whether they got got a mojo on you or not. Yeah. You uh, Barbara, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, um, I called once to tell y'all that Greg needs to be paid more because he has the longest drive to work. If y'all took some of your salary, Rick and Bubba, who will now be closer to the studio, and give it to to Greg, he can afford to have that ceiling fixed by a professional. <laughs> We're kind of already doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, we have never done it, but this last round we actually did. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so we'll, we'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866 We Be Big is our number. We'll get to more of your phone calls before the show is done, too. So, we'll, um, look forward to that. Thank you for those that got in. For those who didn't, there'll be more opportunity before the day is done. Check rickandbubba.com. Or have, are you shopping for Christmas? Be sure and get that done so it'll get to you in time, uh, for Christmas coming up. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Nine Bubba, minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Brad Edwards Bubba, does uh, show up next hour. We'll chat with him about the upcoming conference championships and also Beth Mowen's news today. It's a little unexpected, uh, but we'll try to, to warn you as best we can. Christmas spirit. It is time for gift number two in the 12 working days of Christmas. Gift number two. We give away a gift every single day for 12 working days. 
And uh, this gift might as well go to you. Bubba, tell us what, what's up for grabs today, my friend. You know, Rick, everybody's doing video now with Zoom or, or you know, vo- uh, what do you call it if you do a, a video uh, log? What do you call it? Vlogging? Is that what they call it? Vlogging. Vlogging. Yeah, yeah. I, I, everybody's I, I, doing that well, now. Well, I, so. I, was, I was told not to say that. <laughs> Rick, we have the Sunpack 12-inch rainbow light that is set up for whatever you're doing in video. It also comes with a lavalier microphone, a Bluetooth remote for smartphones and compact cameras. So if you're going to do it, be well lit. It's $109 value. $109. bucks. Cool gift. There's Bubba holding it right there. Oh, Sunpack. All right, so guys, what what number caller we want to do today? We We did 25 yesterday. Uh, we could, uh, we can go up a little bit. Uh, if you guys want to, we can double it. We can go 50. Uh, huh. Uh, we can do that. We've been at this, you know, 28 years in January. We can go 28. Uh-huh. You know, just looking for numbers that work with yeah, it. Let's do 28. You I said like it cost 109. Yes. 109. For day two. Let's do 28. 28. For, like for how many years we've been I at it. I love it. For how many years we've been at now, it. Now, Rick, you can change the color of this light. This is the little donut looking light you see a lot of people use when they're doing their video. Oh, you think I haven't seen mm-hmm. So it those? lights you up good, but it doesn't wash your face. Yeah. Out. You think I haven't seen those with a, with a video producer as oh, a son? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, they work good. They work good. Matter of fact, he's shooting something today, and he's uh, he's needing extras. Really? Uh, all right. So here we go. Tw- extra it- lights or extra people? Uh, extra people. All right. Here we go. Are what you would he like me to do? He, he wants you. <laughs> he needs you to be at Valdale Church at around three o'clock. <laughs> three o'clock. What he, am I doing? You're just standing there. Okay. All right. So here <laughs> so we I got to put a suit on. Uh, no. Okay. No. Just you're just people around. <laughs> you're just there. Uh, all right. Here we go. Everybody for twenty eight. Uh huh. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Here right. we go. Twenty eight. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, uh, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Hey, Rick and Bubba Show, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Richard Wilkins, Tuscaloosa. Mm, 26. Mm. Boy, you were close. Just short. I mean, 26. I mean, you think about just if things in a nanosecond would have changed, <laughs> you'd have a sun pack. Uh, hey, try keep trying. There's there's gonna be ten more gifts. Um, hey, Rick and Bubba Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? From where? Alabama. Yeah, you were caller twenty seven. Mm. So close. Caller twenty seven. One, just one. Right. You almost won it. I mean, you. Hey, you can't even. You can't even have a. You can't have nothing. So they're good. And you know the phone was really bad, so it's yeah. kind of. Kind of good that it didn't work out. I thought the same thing. Didn't, yeah, know, if we, did. didn't was, know if we should say it, but yeah. I totally agree. I, I was that thinking that. We bit. all were thinking Let me be that. clear, though. If he'd been 28, he would have got it. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how bad his <laughs> That's phone. That's right. I will That's say right. this. Am I thankful We'd he have struggled through it. Am I thankful he didn't yeah. win? Yes, yeah. I am. This part makes me uncomfortable, but the quality of his phone helped a little bit. You did? It, it made me enjoy it. Yeah, you didn't feel so bad about no, it. No, Because you thought it was good for the show. Like yeah. I was talking about that he didn't win. All right, here we go. You ready, guys? Here we go. Hey, Rick and Bubba Show, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Colby from Wetumpka. Colby from Wetumpka, you are caller 28! You're the winner! Colby, you did it! <laughs> that boy, Colby. Daddy kid. Ah, jingle bells, jingle bells. So, Colby, uh, Bubba, tell him what he won. He's won the Sunpack 12-inch rainbow light, Rick. It comes with its own stand, lavalier microphone, and Bluetooth remote. 
it will light up whatever you do video or even still picture wise. Do you do a lot of video? Uh, I don't, but I got some friends that do. Oh, I love it. All right. So, uh, how long have you been listening to the show? Uh, six or so years. Six or so. How old are you, Kobe? I'm 26. 26 years old. Right. Good deal, My man. Goodness. Thank you. I got shoes older than that. <laughs> all right. So let me put you on. Let me put you on hold. We'll get all your information, and you uh, or whoever you give this to, enjoy the gift. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, gentlemen. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. You too, man. Thanks for listening to the show. Merry Christmas. Hey, Rick and Bubba Show, what's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Jim from Crestwood, Kentucky. Mm, Jim, Jim, Jim. <sighs> Caller 29. One too many. Just Jim. one one call off, just one. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Jim, thank you. It. That's a great attitude, Jim. It is. Thank you, thank buddy. You can tell he's yeah. he's okay, Rick. It's basketball season. No, you're right. That's such a good, <laughs> good one there. Rick and Bubba Show, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Derek Huntsville. Derek from Huntsville. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, Caller 30. Two off. Just two. Yeah, no, it's all right, buddy. Man, it's going to be all right. There's ten, there's 10 more gifts left. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Ooh. See you, buddy. There you, I, I, <laughs> out of way to muster some fake enthusiasm. <laughs> so uh, um, how would y'all re- – I've asked y'all this in years past. How would y'all react? If I won? No, or, if you were like one off and, oh, and somebody was doing this to you. I'd say, that's, what, I'd say that's the way it always is. <laughs> Can't have nothing. That's what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I'd, 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 be, I'd be like uh, whatever the – Sorry, the, ladies. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, the, whatever the Peanuts character is that complains in the Christmas special, every year it's always the same. <laughs> a shepherd. I always play a shepherd. Every year it's always the same. That's what I would say. I would say every time I, I – guys, I'm going to be straight up with y'all. I've never won anything. I've never won anything, ever. Now, when you say – I'm trying to figure it out. Also, it has different rings that are different colors. No, it's a ring that changes colors. Changes colors. Yeah. I got yeah. you. Okay. You have a remote control that does it. Right, yeah. Okay. I, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Because at first – days we needed that. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, there she is. And I, I, I see. For what I would do, which is what what you're not supposed to do with it. You think I won't put my big old face right in the middle of that circle? <laughs> have light all around it. <laughs> I'd be I'd be like the sun on Teletubbies. I'd do that. I'd do that so fast. Uh, so anyway, so there we go. So that's the first week. We come back next week, five days in a row. Yep. We'll be giving away gifts, and there's still yep. some still some great gifts oh, are still yeah. available. We're going uh, total over five thousand this year. So. Yeah, over five thousand dollars worth of yeah. gifts will be given away. Don't let Squeaky hear it. Right, I, I keep asking how you got that by. Just, just keep going, Rick. Redline it, baby. If I get a call from Squeaky, what am I supposed to say? So I know nothing. Get the phone's breaking up. Do I what know now? Nothing. Hey, can't huh? hear you, Squeak. Sorry, buddy. Try Bubba. His phone might yeah, be working. Yeah, so Bubba. So I thought so we, yeah, he got some <laughs> stuff that huh? I, don't, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I gotta let you go. I got wait, 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 Roll the window down. (laughs) All right, top of the hour. If you leave us, have a great weekend or find a way to listen to more Rick and Bubba. Uh, You can find all the ways to get all of it on your own time or live at rickandbubba.com. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Seven minutes past uh, Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. The Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, uh, counting today, only 11 shows remain. Uh, and then we come back, uh, Lord willing, in 2022 from a brand new studio that is yet to be named. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and let me just say Merry Christmas to Merry you. Christmas, uh, Brad and, Edwards. And, and the gifts will start this weekend with some conference championships. A lot of conference uh, championship. Brad Edwards uh, was on a Rick and Bubba University podcast. Uh, he has uh, a book that is out now, BamaDynastyBook.com, to get it. And uh, it is uh, a book that just says, hey, by the numbers, uh, this, uh, th- this run of Nick Saban is unprecedented. Uh, and as, and if you don't have the book, it's a great idea for Christmas too. BamaDynastyBook.com. And of course, uh, Brad spent many years with ESPN, uh, Sports Center, College Game Day, College Football Live. He now joins the Rick and Bubba show again. Brad, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm doing great. Good morning, guys. Good morning to Brad Edwards. Uh, how was the response uh, when you came on? We talked about the book. I hope you got a great response, but from that. Uh, I, I did. It, it, was, it really was unbelievable. Um, you know, sales started coming in. And then uh, the following week, uh, I was at Market Noel, which is a Christmas market in Hoover. And I had so many people come up to me and tell me, I heard you on Rick and Bubba, uh, or even as specific as I heard you on Rick and Bubba University. So it was uh, it was great exposure and uh, enjoyed hanging out with you guys that morning. Now, Brad, where are you this morning? I am at my home, which is in Connecticut. Uh, having spent 25 years at ESPN, I had to relocate to Connecticut a long time ago, and so that's where I am. I am uh, I'm sitting in in the the porch of my of I my like condo, it. which like is it. it's yeah. a little cold. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I but, see trees uh, and all out there. In it, Connecticut. it looks like you're out in the woods. I like that. I, I it like. Looks this. like you got a little hunting camp going. There. Yeah, I'm actually on a golf course, um, but you. You can't really see that at the moment. I can tell you there aren't many people that have been playing this week because it's mostly been in the 30s. Mm. Yeah, but what a beautiful scene there behind you. It's relaxing me as I look over your shoulder. I, I want to um, throw another log on the fire I and listen too. to Brad tell stories. I do, too. I yeah. want us to sit around and tell some lies <laughs> right in front of the fire. Uh, all right, so, Brad, let's talk about – here we go. Uh, I mean, this is the last chance. Uh, if you're a team that's trying to get into that Final Four, you want to you want to be in the playoff. Uh, there's a lot of matchups this weekend uh, that are going to determine that. Uh, is there one bigger than the SEC championship? No, nothing bigger than that. And uh, look, this is a weekend that I think a whole lot of college football fans around the country are really excited about because it's it's got a chance to turn everything on its head completely. It's already partially turned on its head in that Ohio State's not going to be in the playoff. Oklahoma's not going to be in the playoff. There's a Pretty good chance right now. I think Notre Dame won't be in there. And the big one, though, is Alabama. That's the one that most people around the country want to see miss out. 
uh, have a whole lot of new blood in this thing. And it starts with that SEC championship game. And I think if you look at it from the Georgia perspective, uh, I've been saying for a couple of months now, I think there are only two teams that are good enough to beat Georgia. One of them is Ohio State, and and they're not going to be a factor anymore. The other one is Alabama. And Georgia has a chance right here, potentially, if everything goes right in the other conference title games, to eliminate Alabama and go into the playoff with really taking on three teams that have no chance to beat them. So I think to some extent, Georgia could be playing for the national championship right here in this game. Not that they have to win it to get in. They would have another chance if they lose. But it's an opportunity for Georgia maybe to deliver the knockout blow to its toughest remaining competitor. And so I think for that reason, it's huge for Georgia and it's, it's huge for everyone else in college football who's sick of seeing Alabama and the other usual suspects in the playoff. I forgot about Clemson. Clemson's yeah, they're out long there. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. yeah, they're another one. So, Brad, we talked about it earlier. Georgia has their best team they've had in a long time, I guess. By, Ever. The, by the numbers, yeah, they've won more games. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is, this hey, is Bobby, Kirby. I mean, just to, just to yeah. interject, I mean, I know they won the national title in 1980, and if this team doesn't win the title, it won't be considered as good as that one. But if you just look at what they've done through 12 games – the 1980 team played 12 games. Go back and look at the scores of those games. This is clearly – I'm not saying this because this team would beat 1980. Obviously, they would. But the way they've dominated, Georgia has never had a team do this before in its history. So Kirby Smart has built Georgia. He learned from the greatest. And he has uh, replicated that in Georgia. But this is the big step. He's never been able to get past this step. And as you said, and I think most people think so – this is the national championship game for Georgia. Yeah, Alabama is the only team left that they could play that has the talent to be able to match up with them at most positions. And the one edge, and I mean, I have a hard time coming up with any other edge, but the only, the only edge I see for Alabama in this game is a quarterback. And obviously in, in football, that's a huge advantage to have the better quarterback. Stetson Bennett has been good. But, but Bryce Young has been incredible. And when you consider how weak the Alabama offensive line has been in a lot of games this season, how, how much difficulty they've had establishing the run, how much difficulty they've had protecting him, it's his ability to get outside the pocket and make plays uh, it has really been what's kept this offense going. And so he is their chance in this game. And anything that they're going to do is going to depend on Bryce Young Alabama's going to have to score in the 20s at least to have a chance to win it. The question is, can they do it? We we know the numbers for this Georgia defense are historically great, but when you look at what Alabama's offense did last week against Auburn and you see how beat up they are on the offensive line at running back, um, I just don't know where it's going to come from other than Bryce Young. He's got to have some help. Who's it going to be? Alabama's going to need some breaks to go their way, I think, to be able to hang in this game for four quarters. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing you could put over in the advantage column is Saban. Uh, for, oh, absolutely. Yeah, for, yeah. For, On the field, it's Bryce Young. Yeah. On the sideline, yeah. It's, it's, because I'm with you. You know, he has such a mystique about him, and he's so good at what he's done. If he was not in this, you're. I see you doing it, processing it, just like we've been doing it. You really don't see a way that Alabama could beat – Georgia this year with these two teams matching up because Georgia where Georgia is strong Alabama is weak and that usually means disaster but but it's Alabama and it's Bryce Young right. and Saban so you can never discount them mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, look, I, I think you're right. The strength of this Georgia team is its defensive front. The weakness of Alabama's team is its offensive line. And the fact that those go head-to-head make you wonder, where's Alabama going to come up with something? Now, maybe Saban has a few tricks that he's saved. I mean, you you basically never see Alabama run trick plays because they don't have to. Right. They can usually just line up and beat whomever. If, if you see them pull something out of the bag in the first quarter – that tells you that Saban doesn't think he has the horses to just line up and beat them. Um, but it might take something like that for Alabama. And here, here's the thing about Saban. I mean, we all know how great he's been, how many championships he's won, et cetera. But this is an amazing number. At Alabama, in what I would categorize as postseason games, so we're talking about SEC championship, national semifinals, and national title games. Against top five teams, he is 14-3. and three. He was 3-0 and oh at LSU in those games. So you think about that. 17-3 and three against Ooh. top five teams in these postseason, basically, yeah. you know, winner-take-all or, or at least everything-on-the-line type scenario. So, yeah, you, you, it's, it's tough to go against Saban. Um, but, you know, the coaches love to say it, it's not the X's and O's, it's the Jimmy's and Joe's. Yeah. And, and right now, Georgia has better Jimmy's and Joe's. All right, we'll, we'll come back. Brad Edwards is our guest. We'll, we'll finish on that one. And then, we'll look, we got other teams that, that the matchup may not be as intriguing as Alabama-Georgia. But if they want to be in the four, they got to get this done. And we have some other championship games that just look strange who's playing it. Yeah, yeah, so we'll, it just looks strange. It really does. We'll be back. 16 minutes past. More with Brad Edwards on the Rick and Bubba Show right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Brad Edwards is with us. We're talking about the conference championships uh, that are coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, and uh, you can get his book too. BamaDynastyBook.com has it, uh, and uh, you can go check that out now. Uh, great book, great read, and uh, we're 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 wrapping up the discussion of the really the one that has the two highest ranked teams and and has some of the biggest implications on the playoff, and that is the Alabama Georgia SEC Championship. One more question on that. Yeah, Brad, uh, and look, I have a lot of respect for Kirby Smart, but when if this game is close late in the in the game, will Kirby Smart be able to make the right call, or will he try to go for a fake punt or something mm. and, and it blow up on him? I, I don't want to say choke, but can Kirby Smart win a tight game and take that next step in his coaching I, career? I think that's the big question. You know, we, we've seen Kirby make some, let's just say, very conservative choices in some instances late in games. Then other times he just got a little bit too crazy, like like the fake punt that you're right. mentioning in the SEC championship game three years ago. So what are we going to get out of him? I don't know, but that's Alabama's hope here is to be able to put Georgia in a situation that they haven't been in all season, which is a close game in the second half. 
Georgia has not trailed after the nine minute mark of the second quarter in any game this year, which is pretty unbelievable. They've had at least a 14 point halftime lead in every game, but one since week two. And that one game was against Kentucky. They were up seven at the half and they, they took the opening possession of the second half down and scored to go up 14. So they've had about a two touchdown cushion or more through the entire second half of every game since week two. Just, this would be foreign territory, and you do wonder, w- would they tighten up? Um, it, you, you don't know until you see them in that spot, and so that's what Alabama's hoping to do is to put them in that spot. So uh, as far as the playoff is concerned, Alabama wins. You say Georgia's still in, unless it's oh, just yeah. a disastrous game. Yeah, yeah. given what's happened with some of these other leagues, I just don't see any way that, that you could come out of this game as a selection committee member thinking – Georgia's no longer one of the four best teams in college football. Alabama loses, you think they're out? I think they are out unless they lose a close game and either Michigan or Cincinnati loses. All right, so let's look at – one of those things happen, I think Alabama's got a shot to stay in the top four. So who do you think – do you think there's a chance – let's look at the American Championship. Houston is 11-1. and Uh, so Houston, Cincinnati, you, you think that, which one has more potential to see a stumble? You think the, the big 10 Michigan, Iowa, or do you think Cincinnati, Houston? I think the American Cincinnati, Houston is a better chance for an upset. Uh, Cincinnati is, is, it's funny. Like you look at, at the last few weeks of the season, the number of times Cincinnati played close games against some lesser opponents, you, you know, they're capable of playing down to that level. Houston is a good team, but their one loss is to Texas Tech. I mean, that, that tells you something. This is not a typical Houston team, though, not a typical Dana Holgerson team. They're actually better on defense than they are on offense. Mm. And I, I think that gives them a chance here in this game. Uh, and, and look, the pressure on Cincinnati is extraordinary right now. The opportunity to do something historic, it, it, just like we talked about putting pressure on Georgia by being in a close game in the second half, right. I think there's even more pressure on Cincinnati because they can't afford a loss. So Michigan, you, you, we were talking about this in the break. They look really good against Ohio State, but you just almost get this feeling. Can, well, Harbaugh has, has can, taken it to another level, but can they follow up an emotional win like that and play good football again? That's the thing. This has the perfect setup for a total letdown. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just that they won a rivalry game last week. It was that they won a rivalry game against a team that had absolutely had their number for a long time. Oh, this yeah. is just a a huge burden released there for Michigan. Uh, they probably spent all week being congratulated, told how great they are, and now they've got to get up for Iowa. And if you watch Iowa on film, after having watched Ohio State on film, it's easy to say, we got this guy. No, no problem here. Um, and I think most teams that play Iowa think that. The thing is, this is a team that is very limited offensively. They're, they're not going to put together many significant drives against you. They're probably not going to score many points if you don't give them anything easy. But they've been really good this season at creating the easy stuff. Pretty much everybody goes into a game against Iowa saying, do not turn the ball over. If we don't turn the ball over, we're going to win. And yet, Iowa still manages to force turnovers. So that's really, to me, what this game comes down to. Will Michigan take care of the ball? Uh, it should be a low-scoring, maybe kind of ugly game. But if Michigan doesn't turn the ball over, I think that eventually they'll just outlast them. 
Oklahoma State's out there looking in, taking on Baylor. I mean, uh, Oklahoma State. I mean, this the, their only road is they got to win this, and somebody's got to mess up, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, I, really? I think okay. If Oklahoma State wins this game. I think they finish ahead of Cincinnati, no matter what. Now, it's possible Oklahoma State and Cincinnati could both finish in the top four and be in the playoff. But I, I think Oklahoma State wins this. The committee will move them ahead of Cincy. And I think they do win the game. I, you know, I look at, at Baylor. Baylor's quarterback, Gary Bohannon, missed last week's game with an injury. They're keeping a really, really, uh, you know, tight lid on whatever his injury situation is right now. I think he'll probably give it a go, but I doubt he's 100%. Even with him when they played in the regular season, Baylor only managed 14 points. Uh, Oklahoma State was minus three in turnovers and still won the game by double digits. So Oklahoma State's just the better team here, and I expect that they'll win. Brad, if they win and Cincinnati wins and they jump Cincinnati, can you the, the, the crying and gnashing of teeth, it is going to be extreme. Well, so if, if Georgia beats Alabama um, and then the, the other favorites all win, I think Oklahoma State and Cincinnati both get in. I think Oklahoma State would end up at three and Cincinnati at four. Um, sure, they'd both be thrilled to be in the playoff, but let's be honest, this year it's a pretty big deal to be the three seed and not the four because the four is playing Georgia. Right. <laughs> right. You, know, you're, you're, you basically have no shot of getting to the championship if you're the four seed. Whereas if you're the three, you, you got something to play for there. And, and so I, I think it is important. Um, but, but, you know, to your point, if, if Alabama were to upset Georgia and then you have Michigan win and then Oklahoma State and Cincinnati both win and Oklahoma State were to jump over Cincinnati, it would be nuts uh, as far <laughs> as just the, all the complaints yeah. and people saying we've got to expand the, expand the playoff. They're going to do it anyway. Um, aren't they man, talking about that right now? Aren't they meeting? Uh, wasn't there some talks this week yeah, about that? Yeah, they're in agreement that they're going to expand. Just a question of are they going to eight or twelve? And and there's a lot of politics involved, and everybody wants to get their way. Eventually, somebody will cave. But but if you could just imagine, Cincinnati was ranked number two in the AP poll in the middle of October, Ooh. and for them to not lose a game from that point on and not finish in the top four with the selection committee, uh-huh. that would be tough to swallow. Thank you, Brad Edwards. Merry Christmas, buddy. Got it. See, See you, Brad. Thank Thanks. You Thanks. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour. If you're joining us late today, uh oh, now you've missed a lot. You have missed a lot. Uh, you've missed uh, Will of Meat. You've missed the second gift of Christmas uh, on the 12 working days of Christmas. You've missed us break down all the conference championships this year. You missed Greg uh, telling us again that he has fallen through the ceiling for now a second time in 10 years trying to get his Christmas tree. We've discussed that. You missed all that. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll chat with you uh, coming up at eight six six. We be big now. Relief factor. Uh, what if the gift of of being pain free was the Christmas gift this year? I, how about I want to be pain free. I'm 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 done with this. Uh, I'm I'm ready to move to relief factor. And and we have a here here's someone right now from Georgia by the way, Connie. And well, they got a big game this weekend. Connie, I want to let you know uh, what a wonderful product this is. 
I have back and hip issues, and nothing has worked for my pain. The pain has continually gotten worse over time, and after hearing you talk up my new best friend, Relief Factor, I decided to give it a try. Wow. After two days, I could feel the pain subsiding. The longer I've taken my daily doses, the better I feel and the less pain I have. I go to bed without pain. I wake up with no pain. Thank you, guys. This has been fantastic. I'm ready to take on all the Christmas cooking that I have to do every year. This year, I'll cook pain-free. Well, that's great. So if you'd like to find out more about it, it's all natural. ReliefFactor.com, only $19.95 for three weeks. And inside three weeks, you'll know if it works for you. Over 70% of the people that get the quick start pack, they order more because it's working. And I hope it works for you. And if it does, this is a natural solution. There's a link at RickandBubba.com right there under the Sponsors button, too. So, Bubba, Brian Kelly has taken on the LSU job. And sadly, and sadly, many are saying he's tried to do a Louisiana slash Southern accent in this clip. Now, this is the kind of stuff Speedy's left the room. He said, he said, he said, I can't, no, I, I can't do this. We've seen Hillary Clinton try this. We've seen Kamala Harris try this. Look, we were uncomfortable we've seen, we've with seen Coach, multi- o, yeah. Coach O talking because yeah. we didn't know what he was saying. We've seen yeah. multiple people do this, and as Southerners, it's very, very troublesome to do watch. Do we have but, an accent? Uh, I didn't know we did, but apparently we do. So here is <laughs> yeah. Brian Kelly. Let's see. Now, I haven't heard this, so I may hear this yeah. and think people are being unfair. Yeah. I really don't know what's in store for me right here. Here he is talking to the LSU fans. Looks like I got a basketball game. So here we go. LSU, 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 LSU. Thank you, thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started, and I haven't even won all my games yet. Huh? It's a great night. To be a tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. I, I didn't detect he was trying to talk. <laughs> no. Yeah, there may be on family a little bit. I, there was a hair of it there. I, I, I see uh, kind of what they're talking about. Not as bad as I thought. No. Well, it, see, to us, and I'll tell you how I look. You okay, at Speedy? It. Yeah. How you doing there, buddy? There is uh, there is country, mm-hmm. and that's more of what I speak. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's southern, and that's foghorn leghorn, yeah, South Alabama. Right. Well, you you really you really turn it up with the mint julep and the yeah. and the moss tree tarnation. Every Belvedere, here boy, tarnation in every move. And you and you think people don't talk like that? Yes, they do. They do. I know they do. them. Yeah, they do. And uh, I tend to mimic them when I'm around them. I shouldn't. You but ever it's heard just a habit? Hey, uh, you ever heard our governor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> From down there in Montgomery. Uh, lovely Montgomery. Montgomery, Tarnation. Um, Hand me a mint julep. But I, I always get tickled when they try to do the southern accent because they they don't know. They're trying to do foghorn, leghorn, but not do it too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't just do country, which is what most of the people do. That, that's speak. us. That's Gary. <laughs> I mean, hey, I didn't I hear nothing uh, southern in his voice at all. Y'all, I <laughs> but, did, can I, look, I'm going to say this. What if people been in Gary's voice? What if all of a sudden he said, hey, it's good to be here. <laughs> be here in LSU. LSU. 
Rick, I, I go Tigers. I, I don't want to make the LSU fans mad, but yeah. I, I, I've got to. I just got to tell you this: Brian Kelly is a strange match for me in LSU. Yeah, it just doesn't look right. You go from Coach O, who's ready to boil shrimp, to to the Notre Dame head coach that's so proper. He doesn't know how to address the crowd. He's yeah. he he's awkward <clears throat> chanting LSU to me. That I just, now that just, was the most awkward part. To it, me. It's just and he's holding up an L, which you don't want to do that. Um, no. You know. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's their do, they, do they do that? Yeah, that's the, oh, that's. The, yeah. But they do that. That's their hook horns. They do that. I guess. I, I mean, do I, the, that's what I would. That's what I. Took Ozron's from that. was a little I mean, different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's just it just feels weird. Uh, I think that I think I you're know. you're making the point of why they hired him to clean some things up around there that needed to be cleaned up. Well, I think you can run a clean program, but not be. A sojourner in that country. You know what I mean? Right. Well, now what you're um, saying is right. Now he may be radically successful there. It says nothing to do with his coaching ability. But I, I'm looking at this video. If those of you that can't see it, when that he has that purple LSU shirt on, looks like first time he's ever had purple on. In and his it life. looks like somebody <laughs> like, like they're having some coaching convention. <laughs> and Brian Kelly says, "Watch this. I'm going to pretend to be the LSU coach." Right. You know. I mean, it, it just yeah, you know don't it, look nice. Right. And it may work out to be great. We're just. I mean, but I agree with you. It's a. It's an awkward pick, not but for his ability, but for the culture. And, See, Jimbo uh, Fisher would fit into that culture more. Yeah. The look, Saban the talk did. that Saban, even did. though Saban, yeah, yeah, I mean, but it, was from West Virginia, um, I mean. and, and and maybe Kelly will work. Um, I don't know. He just, it's just a strange. I guess the contrast between Coach O and him is just dramatic. Well, here, here's the good news, and and back now, by over to Helmsy's point, they hope the contrast continues, but <laughs> yeah, on, on certain things. But yeah. anyway, but when, when you, but, but when you look at, but I get both points. But here's the thing: Brian Kelly is about. If he can, if he can do the job of those before him, by the way, including O. If they can continue to recruit the quality athlete that LSU has been known for, and he take on that kind of talent, uh, he can be dangerous. Yeah, but it does look weird. I, I can't. It's like somebody keeps telling me Brian Kelly's the coach at LSU, and even seeing him, I think he's kidding around with us. I, mean, that's I, 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 I can't. I can't really put it into words, but it just something doesn't look right. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, it, it looks like he's pretending, like, like, like you <laughs> know, skit. It, you know what it looks like, like when you bring you bring a politician or a celebrity to your school, but they really didn't go there, and they come out and put on your team colors, yeah, to, to try, try to, to lead a chant, to, to try to fit in. Exactly, that's what it felt like. It did, you know, and but but you know, over time we may we may go back. Say, remember we used to think about he didn't fit in. there? If you'll you go know, back and watch him at Notre Dame, in these, he's awkward. That, that's the thing. Oh, it's not that it's just LSU. So he's, he's always he's awkward. always awkward in yeah. these kind of moments. Is he? Yeah. Well, he's just a, he's straight up. I'm a corporate professional guy, and I go in and get things done. I'm yeah. a hard nosed guy. Right. And in these moments, right. it's not my best. But I still have to do these right. things because I'm the head coach. Right. Does that yeah. make sense? Right. Like I, he's gonna go. He to- could have been at Ohio State, and it would have looked as awkward. Yeah. I don't know this culture. See, Ohio State, <clears throat> he would he would really kind of look. More at home in that culture, to me, the way I look at yeah, it. You remember when they had that coach that, that looked like he was a, a guy who wanted to come give a motivational speech? And he was very successful, but every time you saw him, you thought he and Maxwell were going to speak at a conference <laughs> together. 
And what was his name? And he had the, the gray hair, and he was so, the sweater. so refined. He had a sweater on at Ohio State. Talking? Very oh. successful. Oh, the it, guy that got yeah, run the, off the, for the tattoo the, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Trestle. 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 Yeah. yeah, so he's like a CEO of a company. And, and, yeah. and is. Yeah. Basically today, I think he runs a program. <laughs> is he really? Uh, Youngstown State, maybe. Well, I, back yeah. Or was. Yeah, because he's there point. before you. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm talking about like the president, by the way. If we're having our crawfish boil, okay, down in Baton Rouge, okay, and Brian Kelly walks up to have some crawfish with us. It just like he's not going to fit in. with You get the feeling yeah. that he won't even know how to eat it, right? You know what I mean, right? Like, like he might just throw the whole thing's mouth at you. So uh, a little we'll tougher than I thought it'd be. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, he wouldn't leave in Notre Dame unless a fair godmother showed up and he got two hundred fifty million. Well, yeah, boy, that, that was seven and, days before he left. Well, that you. wasn't a couple years ago. Well, all that was missing was uh, the fair godmother. Yeah, he, he, he got some good jack. He did get enough. I think his wife approved it. Yep. Well, he said you know she'd what? want to take a look at it. And I say good for him. I'm, I like when, when we watch programs like LSU pick up a coach that's got a, uh, you know some expertise on winning and see what happens. Yeah. Right now, honestly, I know this sounds odd and that we got some, you know, there's some celebrity coaches in the SEC, but all the other teams other than Georgia and Alabama need to get better. It's. Um, can they with them as good as they are? Are they are they sucking the life out of the conference? Well, yeah. <laughs> well you see that, that Kiffin, even though it, it you know, he I think he maximized is maximizing what Ole Miss can do. Yeah. Ten it, wins. Kiffin, Kiffin has been a success story at Ole Miss this year, no doubt. And I'm not sure he's not coach of the year. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, coming up again this weekend. And uh, you can get that um, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Jim Brandt will be our guest this weekend, retired uh, as a supervisory special agent with the FBI, uh, is an expert when it comes to firearms and uh, is an instructor and teacher uh, now, uh, he's uh, a concealed carry instructor, Glock firearms instructor. He's an armorer. And we'll discuss uh, some of the stories uh, that have been out there concerning uh, the Rittenhouse, uh, the Alec Baldwin, uh, just uh, operation of handguns alone, all with Jim Brandt coming up this weekend. So enjoy that. I think you'll get a lot out of that. So, uh, Bubba, we've got uh, – do you want to – do you want me to get something out of the way, or won't you do the tennis thing first? Well, and, and Rick, then... uh, this this has been an ongoing story. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, a Chinese female tennis player, and I'm going to take a stab at this name. Oh, and, buddy. Uh, uh, Pang Xu. Okay, we'll right. just leave it at that. Right. That's All close enough. All right. She uh, I'll came take out. Four. She's, a, she's one of the top players, former number one doubles player. She was unseen in public for almost three weeks after she posted a message on social media in early November accusing China's former vice premier of forcing himself on her. Correct. Um, and she strangely disappeared at that point. Well, the WTA, the governing body of women's tennis, uh, started asking questions and wanted to hear from her. And, of course, a video was posted of her saying, I'm fine, but it looked like a hostage video. Of course. Okay? Yeah. So the WTA has been very aggressive on this, and it contrasts what the NBA has not done. And we, we know we've heard a lot about that lately from uh, the center of the uh, Celtics. 
saying, how can you be talking about oh, yeah. all these people and supporting people of underserved groups when this is the biggest abuser of that on the planet? Correct. So the WTA being very outspoken and, and now being very uh, proactive has canceled all of their events in China, which is kind of new. They haven't really been playing a lot there already, and now they're talking about boycotting the Olympics and starting a fire for that. And they're they're getting great praise over this. I know Ted Cruz was on uh, the radio yesterday saying, "Look, the the WTA is doing what the NBA refuses to do, and that is call China uh, out on these abuses that they're doing and how they try to cover their tracks up." So. Uh, we'll see how all this plays out. Now, China's not happy about this, Rick, because they're losing face. And not, you don't want to lose they're face. They're not a fan of losing face. Now, I, I suspect that China will be looking through their portfolio of companies to see who might be supporting the WTA and will be cutting them off at the knees. Right. Uh, but uh, right now, it is out there, and China has responded, and uh, they're accusing uh, the WTA of making sports political. That was their response, that we shouldn't make sports political. Who said that? The when, Chinese did. Right. The, the Chicoms, the, the, China, the communist Chinese. Because, you know, we I know to a lot of people how the communists respond to things are new or they don't know how to take it. Look, we went through this with Russia back in the 80s. We know how they their propaganda machine works. Usually whatever they accuse you of is what they're doing. I've always. And, uh, you know, they, they the government owns the media, so they tell you what they want you to hear. But um, the WTA has been pretty tough on this, and now they've taken it from just canceling um, events to saying they may boycott the Olympics with their female tennis players. So we'll see how that plays out. And, and a lot of people are comparing the Women's Tennis Association's response to communist China to the NBA's response. Yeah, I mean, they're saying I mean, the NBA is turning a blind eye right. because of the potential profits there while the WTA is actually holding the line based on the actions that they're doing. Uh, Rick, you'll love this. Let me give you the exact quote here. Um, the, uh, let's see, the Communist Party's People's Daily. Okay, that is the daily go. newspaper there in the Beijing. People's. Yeah. They said that uh, some forces in the West are instigating a boycott against the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics, adding uh, that... Uh, that uh, they should not be bringing politics into sports, and they are portray they are betraying the Olympic spirit. <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing. Well, here's an idea: bring the young lady out, uh, prosecute whoever, find out whether somebody really did uh, treat her in a way that is, uh, um, you know, sh- someone should go to jail for, uh, and then either either clear that person's name and say nothing happened, or or take care of who did this to her, and then you know what? Then everybody. Starts going, okay, that's about all you can do. I think the first thing to do would be let her get out of the country and come to New York to the WTA offices, and uh, then we'll talk about it. Right. But, uh, Bubbin, speaking of the NBA. Wow. The thing the NBA always adds is they'll lecture you while coddling China. That's even worse. You know the center from the Celtics, by the way. We didn't do this story the other day. You know he's changed his name now. He's made Freedom his last name. That's right. So it'll be on the back of his jersey. That is fantastic. <laughs> Why are we sounding alarms involving the NBA? Oh, no. Oh, uh, if you're an NBA. Now, look, Greg has already said in the break, and I agree with you, Greg, and Bubba, I think you second it. 
If we could just move her, or maybe you said it and Greg seconded it, if we could just move Beth Mowens to the NBA, isn't that a win for football? Yeah, it is. Because uh, Rick, you know how sometimes in the government, when somebody gets in one of these jobs and they're dug in like a tick and everybody knows they're unqualified to do it, right. the only way to get them out of it is promote them. Tonight, making history again, boys. This is Beth Mowens. Mm. Tonight, the NBA. Hardcore. I'll be the first chick to ever call an NBA game tonight, making history again. I am Beth Moore. Hear me roar. Beth Mowens. Sorry. <laughs> Beth, Moore. Beth Moore and I have coffee later. We're going to talk about John MacArthur. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> NBA, be calling little, little hoops tonight, professional level. And the NBA, would you like to know what game I'm taking on, Hensley? Huh? <laughs> I'm afraid it's going to be on at my house. Have you told little Braden that Mama's going to be calling he, one? He does not know that this is coming. Tell little Braden Mama's got the play-by-play. The NBA tonight. What um, will be some of her key sayings? Because she'll have to yeah. have all kind of – you got string music. String music. He drains it. <laughs> drops a tray. <laughs> Rebound. Uh, 76ers taking on the Hawks. 76ers and the Hawks tonight. You know, Mama makes history. You know, I know Beth has broken a lot of molds and crashed a lot of glass ceilings. You're darn right, Bill Bubba Bouchois. In, in, oh, yeah. in the broadcasting arena. But I'm going to tell you, it's just hard for me to listen to. It just It's painful. Tough. It's painful. Well, because you're a misogynist. Well, maybe I am. Maybe <laughs> I am, but it's still hard to listen to. It's not that my voice is annoying. It's you're a misogynist. <laughs> no, it's annoying. You know what? It's annoying. Hawks. <laughs> and your massage. Couldn't be that, right, Bubba? <laughs> Might not be that I'm not desirable in my play-by-play action. I'll drain it from three. Who was the other? Oh, that's gonna, somebody got to time out. That's charging. Hams, who was the other female that we heard doing a ball game? And I, I, she was much more uh, easy to listen to. But she I doesn't make that. history. No, probably not. Doris Burke is another one. but I'm not Doris. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You have the you have the lady that Beth does the major so, league baseball and and it's I mean it's okay to listen to. Best voice it is just she, it's just so high and so shrill. Yeah, to your point, it, it's it, there. I've heard other women announcers and they don't get on my nerves like this. Well, they're yeah, not as authoritative. Yeah. They're not as authoritative as me. I speak with some authority. I, I know think, the game. I think if Beth maybe had a glass Dribble. of wine and calmed down a little bit, yeah. it might be better. Well, you know, I attend a non-denominational church as well. There we go. Bubba's our new deacon. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here for a brand new hour. If you're late to the show, sorry, Will of Meat and the Second Gift of Christmas all have already been done today. 
Uh, but be paying attention. Monday's program, Lord willing, will return. Uh, we'll have gift number three, and another week we'll start. As we work our way to the big year ender, December the 17th, and it will also be the last show inside the broadcast plaza and teleport as we move our way to a new studio that is yet to be named coming up in 2022. Everybody, welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussing. Hey, buddy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us, and a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, so we're getting uh, a lot of people, uh, and we were told it is true. So if, if you're a big podcaster, uh, whatever platform you listen to your podcast on gives you uh, toward the end of the year, here's your top podcast. Here's how many hours you spend on them. Here's how many minutes, um, you know, and all this kind of stuff. So we're getting that uh, a lot of the Rick and Bubba supporters, thank you very much, uh, that love that we offer five hours worth of podcast archives every day and then a unique uh, podcast, Rick and Bubba University, on the weekend, another episode, by the way, coming out tomorrow, um, that people are sending us how many hours they've spent on the Rick and Bubba show and showing the archives of the show as their top podcast. Hmm. <laughs> so it, it, there's nothing that equals it. Here is uh, – can, can I give you a couple that I yeah, noticed Rick was yeah. sent to us? First, Justin G. had sent, and he had listened to 234 episodes, which I thought was kind of incredible. Yeah. But then I got one from Miller, Miller A. Yeah. And he had been he had listened to two hundred and fifty six episodes, which was forty four thousand five hundred and forty three minutes. Wow! Yeah, he's, that, I, that's the top one strong. I got. Now, yeah, I got several. He sent me one too, and he, he said, and, he, and the only you, the only thing you didn't mention is it was seven hundred forty hours. Uh, so that's uh, wow. That's a bunch, Bubba. Mm. That's a bunch. Love and, it. And I and I love it. Yeah. Who is it? Justin G. No, uh, uh, no Miller A. Miller A. was slightly ahead of Justin G. Miller A. beating him. Yeah. Right now, I think Miller A's the walking dog. Isn't mm-hmm. it? That's that's hey, that's a great job right there. But I've loved all the other people that are just simply sending to mm-hmm. us on social media and email that's showing that Rick and Bubba logo at the number one slot. A lot of people are evaluating their life because of I this, know, but I don't want to get. I don't want them doing that too much. Well, this guy in email Miller A refers to himself as a, uh, an addict. I'm You're a Rick and, Miller A. I'm a Rick yeah. and Bubba addict slash Greg Minion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst things to be addicted to. Yeah, well, that's true. That, that's yeah. the way I look at it. I mean, we all, you know, there's something that's ingrained in the human experience that mm-hmm. makes us susceptible to addictions. Yep. Uh, and I will say that addiction to, you know, first and foremost, you know, uh, the, the Holy Word of God. Absolutely. Right. Uh, but but in that number two slot. Yeah. Uh, Might as well and, be Rick and Bubba. And the number one slot on earth. Uh, there's nothing wrong with Rick and Bubba. No. If I can quote the song, I'm addicted. I'm, I'm addicted. addicted. I'm addicted to Rick and Bubba. Bring it on now. Say, come on. So uh, a, a buddy of mine uh, sent uh, a text. He said that um, he listens while he works, and it's every day, all the hours. But he's working, and it's on background. And then you know he kind of catches if something catches his attention. He kind of pays a little bit more attention, but it's on all the time. And so he's still productive, getting things done. But that's his entertainment, you know, as he gets his day going. But he's working. Well, he's also immersed himself in a beautiful environment. Yeah, and, and what uh, a work culture. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that it's time? Fantastic. Do you remember that time that we did a study and we came to the conclusion that was unofficial, uh, and it probably had to, you know a certain percentage of error. But but you remember that that we had people that were foremen, they were employers, they were supervisors, and they said when they allowed the show to be listened to by the people that were working, their productivity went through the roof. Oh yeah. Remember yeah. we had farmers saying that their cows produced more milk. Absolutely. If they listened to the show. 
And one guy, well, that's who, real. And one guy who actually grew hair, but right, yeah. Uh, I think that was one of our hats, but but still, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, did you see the guy again over? That was uh, Rick. You may remember one of the early entries into the merchandise area. Hey, we got you, Bubba hat. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> We've had some some odd ones, haven't we? But when you, uh, you did you see the guy over Thanksgiving break that sent us the picture of him with the big old buck again? And he said every time yes. he wears the Rick and Bubba hat, he had the hat and the shirt. And I, you saw what I posted. We can't make the claim that 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 did it, but this did happen. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. and he says it's happened before, right? If it's a one off, I don't pay much attention to it. But if a trend starts, yeah, yeah. about the fourth time you go, yeah, hey, there right. may be something to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. We, I guess what we're trying to say is if you want to live a more productive, healthy, and successful life, listening to us has got to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it needs to kind of be foundational, you know, so, so, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're going to do that. Sure. Uh, is, is that Notre Dame naming their yeah. coach? Yeah. Okay. That's official now. All right. So Notre Dame has named their new coach. Marcus Freeman. He was the defensive coordinator, uh, that I think probably Kelly wanted to take with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was the DC at Cincinnati, I believe for a few years and, and been with Notre Dame, not but a year or so. So they think highly of him. Yeah. So they're he, very excited about this. They promoted did, with, with, within. <clears throat> did you, were y'all getting a little tickled? I know I was at, uh, and I think it started with RG three, everybody that was promoting Tim Tebow to be the coach at Florida. Are you being serious? <laughs> I, no, I never, I never saw oh, the whole, no, the whole show well. one morning was about that. Really? Oh yeah. And, uh, what was funny is RG three comes on and says, look, his argument was that they need a splash higher. They need somebody that can, you know, make an, uh, go in and get recruits and said, look, the head coach is a CEO. He can get position coaches to do everything, and but he, he can be the face. And uh, to see all the experts come on behind him and go, well, I, you know, he's he's never even coached a little league team. I don't know if you start at Florida. Well, let's say, to, let, let's say it, it was pretty yeah. funny to see the con- – but it was – it was hilarious to see him, and then a couple of the other guys got on it. Former players started pushing it, and for Tebow to be like embarrassed by it, you know, it was, it was really fun. Hmm. Well, they did put a caveat in there, and they said the only thing he can't, he can never work with the tight ends and teach them how to block. <laughs> 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 yeah. By the way, that was my lowest Tebow moment. <clears throat> Boy, that was bad. <clears throat> yeah. But hey, Ricky never played tight end. He never played tight end. I'm gonna tell you that Heisman commercial right now is funny. Where he can't, hit the curve. Where, where yeah. he can't, can't handle the yeah. curve. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> let, me ask y'all, let me ask y'all a question. This I'm so glad you brought this up. It hit me yesterday, and I'm like, I need to remember that for the show tomorrow. And of course, I didn't. But but now you but now y'all have just brought it up, so I've remembered. Thank you can you even tell your phone to leave you a note. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But but listen, I still, but I have to look at it. Yeah. But but let's go back to this. Have y'all? Why is Cam Newton never in a Heisman House commercial? Has he ever been in one? No. Um, I don't think he has. You know, didn't he win the Heisman? Yeah, he, he did. did. Is he yeah, not he in did. the Heisman house? Rick, a lot I of them, I think, him. go on, though. Well, I can't say that for all of them because some of them are playing. Oh, the yeah. More recent ones. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. for a long time, it Devontae was the, Smith. the older ones. Yeah. You know, oh, no, not that. Yeah. Devontae. No. Yeah, he, oh, he's well, been in Baker's one. Baker's in all of them. Baker's been in a lot of them. Little Bakey Mayfield. kind of funny, anyway. Little Bakey's playing. You know, so why has Cam Newton never been in a – I don't know. That's, a, that's a good. That question. is weird. It, it, it just hit me. I was. Hmm. I, I, I know what it was. I, you know, somebody was talking about you know how Cam came back for the Panthers, and and all of a sudden it just it just hit me. I'm like, and then I saw a Heisman House commercial, and it hit me. You know how they just happened to have right. around each other, and I thought, why has Cam Newton never been in a Heisman House commercial? Yeah, that's a good question. You're right. Yeah. So so anyway, nobody knows. So we'll come back. Eight six six. We be big. We'll take your phone calls next. 
You talk about anything that's on your mind. You can ask a question, bring up a topic. We've had a lot. If you've been listening to all the hours today, man, you've, you've heard and seen a lot. So uh, if you have comments on that, we'll take them now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. When the Rick and Bubba Show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number as we make our way back. Phone trolling is roaring in and all 10 lines are available. Time to talk to the people. Uh, First, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, If you go to themanchurch.com, you got an opportunity to go out and see three of the guys that are speaking uh, here in the month of December. And one of those is coming up on Monday night. Lee Moore from Team Rick and Bubba. Uh, I mean, Team Man Church will be out, and he'll be speaking. Uh, Lee, of course, um, knows how to plug in the discipleship strategy. And if you're in Ashland, Alabama, and you get the opportunity to go out and see him there at Olive Baptist Church on Monday night, uh, be sure and do so. Uh, And he'll be telling you exactly how you can implement the entire system. The entire association will all be there. Uh, and uh, if you so desire and you want to plug in that strategy, Lee will be there to help you with that. He also have a message for the men who will be attending December 11th, Mark Garnett, West Mobile Baptist Church of Mobile, Alabama, uh, and then the 16th of December, Man Church at First Baptist Church, Opelika, Alabama, Mac Brunson will be speaking there. So you can find those at themanchurch.com. Also, look at rickandbubba.com, uh, upcoming events, and you'll see February the 4th, uh, the man event. Uh, this is a great idea for the men on your Christmas list, tickets, to be there for that, Hugh Freeze will give his testimony. Sherry and I will be speaking together. I also get to do some uh, uh, speaking on my own as well. And uh, Charles Billingsley will be doing worship for us there. It'll be Friday night in beautiful Pensacola, Florida, there at Olive Baptist Church, uh, which is a uh, a great church. Uh, Ted Trailer and the staff there are just second to none. And we'll have a great event, and the tickets are on sale for that now. And then the Pursuit Men's Conference in 2022 in Dothan, Alabama, February 18th and 19th, Jonathan Evans, Andy Blanks, uh, I'll join them speaking there as well. And Charles Billingsley will be leading worship also. Uh, so you can get tickets to either one of those great gift ideas by going to rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. To the phones we go. Uh, let's start with uh, Atmore and Brent standing by. Brent, 30 seconds, go. Morning, guys. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, two-fold question, real, real quick. Your voting criteria for a candidate from top to bottom, what do you look at first and go down and second question would were have you guys ever contemplated doing an interview with Katie Britt? And uh, up and listen. Uh, no, on on the second, uh, there's been uh, there's been some opportunities to do that mainly because and and we've we violated this in the past and honestly went on to regret it or I did personally. Uh, when it comes to primaries, I mean, unless the Democratic Party is going to change something drastically anytime soon. I'm not going to vote for the Democrat ever, uh, and 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 current time, modern day, the what the Democratic Party would represent at the local level, the state level, or the federal level. Uh, so when you get into primaries, um, when you're they're all Republicans, well, all of them want us to interview them, and all of us want them to have us on, and all of them, and there's really no way to do that. So the easier thing is when the primary is over, and you've got a Republican versus a Democrat, some of that gets easier. 
simpler. But, um, you know, the, the criteria you're, you're, you're looking for, I think, in the beginning, does the person adhere to the Constitution? Uh, how big do they want government to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, and do, do you prefer that this person not just say they're a person of faith but actually live as a person of faith? If that person has some integrity in that claim, that's always something that uh, that draws me to them. But um, wouldn't you say general conservative values is yeah. a good good starting point? I, I try not to litmus test, but we do to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you, you've got to have conservative values. You got to be, you know, uh, traditional marriage, anti-abortion. You've got to be taxes, taxes. You got to be. Mm-hmm. You got to be. Get the government out of as much <clears throat> as you can. And, uh, you know, it kind of starts there. And like I say, most of the people running are going to be in agreement on 95% of those issues. There may be one or two different. So it really doesn't um, – it, it, there's no gain for us to get involved in the primary part of it. Uh, and then you, you also have some other laws dealing with uh, equal time and one thing and another that uh, comes into play on some federal elections. So. We, uh, we try to just kind of stay out of that. We'll give you our opinion on something, but we just uh, have kind of stayed away from interviewing them unless there is a bona fide news uh, story that needs to be covered. Yeah, in my personal life and with this platform, I was not involved at all. Then I had a run. I got really involved, and I didn't, I didn't like that either. Uh, and now I've kind of gone back to somewhere in between. Um, so, uh, but I, I don't spend much time on all that as much as I did at one time. Uh, let's, let's continue with, um, uh, what's next? Braxton Florence, W L A Y Braxton. Go Braxton. ahead. Hey, Merry Christmas, Beggins. Hey, you too, buddy. Hey, uh, on the Heisman deal, uh, according to a recent interview with Bo Jackson, the way that works is, uh, Nissan picks a week. They do all of those in one week and they send an invitation to every living Heisman winner and it's up to them whether they show up or not. So it's it's just by, by invitation, and they and the Heisman winner decides whether or not they're going to be a part of it. You know, uh, part of it too is probably uh, if some of these guys have contracts with other uh, other autos, or you know maybe local dealers or other uh, you know yeah. makes and models. So because I'm sure that some of them have other deals. Uh, Eric, uh, welcome to uh, the program, Millbrook. Go ahead, Eric. What's up, guys? How's it going? How's it going? We're good. 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 How about the uh, SEC championship? What do you guys think about that? Well, we had a long discussion about it uh, about an hour ago, and you yeah. may you may have with missed Brad that Edwards, with Brad yeah. Edwards. I think that it's clear yeah. that Georgia is the favorite. They have the better team as far as um, players on the field, but um, you're talking about Alabama and Nick Saban, and they have enough players to cut, to definitely upset Georgia. But uh, I think Georgia is the favorite in the game. And, and Rick, yeah. look, Alabama's eleven and one playing yeah. the SEC West. So you know th- this may not be the best team they've had in mm-hmm. recent years, mm-hmm. but they're still pretty darn good. Oh, yep. no question about yep. that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Jim and Hartzell. Jim, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Hey, good morning, Biggins. <laughs> Doing good today. Hey, uh, I want to make comments about Alec Baldwin. Uh, he's been in so many movies, multiple movies with firearms whether he has handled them or just been around them, he should have known to check that weapon before he done anything with it, as mm-hmm. soon as it's handled him. He should have known. I'm sure it may not have been a rule at that particular stage, but... Yeah, I, I'm kind of in agreement with you. I, I know they have professionals that take care of that, but when it comes to a gun, when you're handed it, when it's handed to you, you've got to be responsible for what's going on with it. 
Uh, and we'll see how the court sees and, that. And to what level the courts are going to decide. Uh, Alice, Alice, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba. I'm so disappointed in three Alabama Republican congressmen who voted to pass a bill, the federal vaccine database, which will keep track of our vaccinations, send reminders to us, and our health care providers authorize them to give our information. Call Gary Palmer, Mike Rogers, and Jerry Carl and 77 other Republicans across the country who passed this horrible thing. Yeah, I saw 80 Republicans voted for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure of all the details of what you're talking about, uh, so I really, really can't comment on it. I, I don't know. Was it all tied to COVID or it was it other things? It's a pandemic there? thing. In general, she said it, it is that the, they voted for the government to be given uh, information uh, so they know who's had vaccines and who haven't. And how many you've had, and boosters, and all that. Yeah, that framing it like that, I find it very odd that some of those people you mentioned would vote for it. Was there something else tied to it? Sure. Was there a poison pill involved, or something? That doesn't sound normal. Uh, I'm not denying that, but it just doesn't sound the normal deal. I saw a lot of uh, people last night very, very upset about that. But uh, I'm with you. There, there's, I'm not well. I'm not informed enough to know what that really means. But what I just said is how it was presented, and maybe that's too simplistic. But it was. Bottom of the hour. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Hello, Fresh. Dot com trying to help now. I'm telling you, they can too. How about um, you're craving because of everything you got to get done now, maybe craving some quick and easy recipes that taste delicious but don't require spending hours in the kitchen? Well, luckily, HelloFresh.com delivers those pre portioned farm fresh ingredients right to the doorstep, complete with easy to follow recipe cards and everything you need to make the recipe all there. All you're doing is preparing it. They've done everything else. So you're not there at the grocery store texting each other, hey, what do you want to have tonight? What are you going to do? What do you think? Uh, you go ahead and plan out your meals every week. Uh, order them from HelloFresh.com. Boy, do you have some delicious options to choose from. Uh, may, I, may I highly suggest lobster stuffed ravioli and shrimp. Mm. Minutes away. Mm. Minutes away. HelloFresh.com, ginger spice cake truffles. Uh, the promo code Bubba at HelloFresh.com gets you up to 14 free meals plus three free gifts. That's 14 free meals plus three free gifts with the promo code Bubba at HelloFresh.com. You also can find the link at RickandBubba.com right there under the Sponsors button. All right, so we do have uh, other things to cover today on the program. Uh, HR 550 is what the caller called in about, the uh, federal database for vaccines, uh, and uh, we're looking over that right now. So so it, that that's what it's called if you want to research that for yourself. Uh, all right, so let's. Um, we were looking at a couple of things uh, involving the current administration, and and let's face it, uh, we've got some really really old people uh, that are in really really important places, uh, and they seem to be losing control of their faculties a little bit. Um, we're gonna we'll do video one in a minute too, Adler of of Biden when he bizarrely. Uh, bizarrely said that about Fauci, which was weird yesterday. But, but <laughs> yeah. first, Nancy. Sound like pa- President Fauci, yeah, didn't it? Nancy Pelosi gets, gets kind of tied up here. 
and uh, and can't seem to find her thoughts. So so here here it is. Nancy. House, you it's the McGovern bill. It's a stronger bill uh, than the uh, the. It is it's a bill that we could have freestanding, or a bill that is in the Eagle Act that is part of the um, the um, uh, Mr. The, the Foreign Affairs Committee, Mr. Kendrick Meeks. No, <laughs> Gregory Meeks bill. Kendrick, we're all uh, we're all very sad about losing Carrie Meek this this week. So uh, I referenced her son, but the chairman. I know she's trying to say the reason why I can't mm. find myself is I'm oh. upset, but I never heard her mention. Maybe she did mm. earlier or something. I want to be fair to her. But, but Rick, you should have heard the whole thing. There's more. She, oh, what, yeah, when she was going on there. Let's do it again. All right, go ahead. Let's hear that. But the chairman, uh, Meeks bill, and the um, in the house, so we will have that. But you see. In a, def- a defense, in a bill, whether it's in the we, you, whatever that thing's called that they have in the Senate, or in a DOD bill, the Senate does not have the right to have a revenue or an appropriations matter. Did you say whatever that thing's called that's in yeah, the Senate? And is she in charge of the Senate? Uh, what mean, she's was, trying to say is all revenue bills uh, have to start in the House. That's part of you yeah, know the right. process. We all sure. learned that in civics class right. in eighth grade. Sure. Um, you know, this is kind of – there. there is some comedy here. Uh, you or know, on Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. Elon Musk has been going back and forth with Bernie Sanders. You know, Bernie uh, was taking some shots at, at – uh, at the space program, and so Elon and him have been going back and forth. Well, Elon came out the other day and said, uh, I think we ought to just say you have to be 70 or younger to be elected to any office. And because, and you say, well, how can you just have an arbitrary number like that? Well, the federal government does for everything else. Sure Pilots and drivers and things yeah, and all this. So, uh, but they, the story I, I saw gave a rundown of everybody that would disqualify for office. And it was a long and distinguished list, Rick. I mean a nice one. I think you mean that in a good way, don't you? <laughs> well, it knocks Trump out. It also knocks Biden out. That's all right. It knocks Nancy Pelosi out. Most of the leadership on both sides. Yeah, I, I think that would be – I wouldn't be much wrong with that. All right, so uh, here's President Biden. Uh, this weird thing he did, a lot of people were playing this involving Fauci yesterday when he's handing out his new winter plan for the pandemic. Here we go. Occur. I've seen more <laughs> of Dr. Fauci than I have my wife. We kid each other, but uh, they look, who's president? Fauci. Uh, but all kidding aside, I, I sincerely mean it. What are we, oh, we going to do with him? I'm so uncomfortable with this. What are we going to do with him? What are we going to do with him? There he is. By these these two things we just played, these, <laughs> these people these people that we just played, these two people, tremendous power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean tremendous responsibility. Oh, tremendous goodness. power. Oh, yes. Hey, yeah, Fauci. <laughs> Isn't that scary? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. I tell you what I, I what I saw the other day, yeah. brother, and you look for it, and you and it, and it is one of the signs, by the way, and you look for it. And you may have called this months ago, Bubba, months ago. Uh I watched him the other day walk across some open area okay and he does that he's shuffling his feet yeah i mean he's, yeah. he's absolutely shuffling his feet did they give and, him something to hold uh, you know they don't want him swinging his arms well, well this time unfortunately no you know they've they've been giving him things to carry because right. when have you seen a president carrying notes yeah right you know, yeah and like uh, getting on and off of the helicopter yeah like, like he was a co-ed getting across campus yeah and, yeah uh but anyway so um 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I think we all know. And then this thing, you know, Kamala Harris, her her staff's leaving. Uh, did you see the other day when they tried to ask her about is this some sort of reset you're doing? And, and then she, when she panics, she just laughs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, if if she if you give her an uncomfortable question, she, well, that's how she buys time yeah. to try to come up with an answer. Right. Yeah. All right. So here's you a, know a lot of people and we we all do this when you're asked something on the spot and you're trying to formulate an answer. Some people will repeat the question and and ask or ask you to repeat the question and she just laughs. So that's yeah, her that's yeah. her moment to get it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I always act like I can't hear you. I go Reagan. <laughs> Yeah, sunny what? on sorry, the beach. I said sunny on the beach. How about this? I'm sorry, come again. And, 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 I'll and never that, forget that one. That was yeah. funny. He called Sam Donaldson an sob plain as day. Oh yeah. And they said, "What was that?" He said, "Sunny on the beach." That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Australia, you're disappointing us. Video six, Adler. Um, wow. Aust- what is going on there, guys? Australia, you're really you're really a disappointment right now. And and I realize there are people here that say, just like the caller about the database a minute ago, don't think we're not headed here. Don't don't think our government won't won't try some of these same moves. Do you realize you're living in 2021? I want you to realize this, and we have a worldwide pandemic with a death rate of one percent, and and then in some cases less than one percent. And in Australia, and you know other countries are acting up, but in Australia they have COVID quarantine camps. They are now trying to put the unvaccinated or those that are positive with COVID. And like, I hate to use the word concentration camp, but but I mean they're 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 fenced in like leper colonies and, and things like this. Maybe that's a, a, a an analogy that can be used. Y'all just mentioned that. Mm-hmm. So we have now three men that have climbed the barbed wire fence, and I did say barbed wire fence. Rick, I mean, what escape. is this Schindler's List? This is like a huh? fat camp or like a fat Dang. camp to 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 uh, to to free themselves from a COVID. Quarantine camp. Here's the story. Here we go. Look at this. Good morning. We start with breaking news out of Darwin where three people have escaped from the Howard Springs COVID quarantine facility. Talia Saab is there for us. Talia, good morning. There's a search underway right now. Yes, that's right, Davina. Good morning to you. We've been told the trio scaled the fence in the early hours of this morning. Police receiving reports around 4.40am. Now, major police checkpoints have been set up around Howard Springs for the past several hours. As you can see in these pictures, they've been conducting thorough searches in car boots, checking uh, vehicle registrations, cars and buses oh. alike. But in the last half an hour, what we understand is they've actually been dismantled. Exactly why that hasn't been confirmed. Hopefully, good news. We're also not sure yet who these people are connected with, whether it's a repatriation flight or those Aboriginal community members who have been staying here following the Catherine Cluster. Davina, what we do know is that this is definitely going to bring this gold standard facility under intense scrutiny. On Sunday, we had a man escape and found on Darwin's party precinct. And this latest situation is only going to put us under the microscope further. Good night alive. Escape. 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 Gold standard to keep them in. They're checking in trunks of cars. For COVID. Yeah, this is just some people that tested positive for COVID. Oh, my goodness. Is that – they put you in a fence if you test positive? If I don't understand this right, something doesn't make sense. This is back back like that house vote that the guy called about a minute ago. Yeah. Which, by the way, I've looked that up, and and Rogers Palmer did support it, but so did a lot of other people that, um, uh, you know, Kevin McCartney and 
McCarthy and uh, Burgess uh, Owens, who are extremely conservative. So I, I don't know what all. There's something about that we don't know. We don't understand. But anyway, back to the uh, Australia guys. Guys, did y'all hear? They're talking. I mean, this might people escape from prison. Yeah, this is going to bring scrutiny. They're stopping cars and checking the checkpoints. They're they're using the word "escape." (laughs) Escaped from, guys. They're armed and dangerous. This COVID. This is. um, Government. The government is also referring to these camps as voluntary. Also, want to mention that uh, Australia. A lot of the citizens sold their guns back. Yeah, they did, guys. If, if you can't voluntary. escape from a voluntary situation, no. <laughs> yeah. with, that a, makes it, with a manhunt, that makes it the opposite <laughs> of voluntary. Yeah. You, know? you can oh, say lady. what you want to. Holy well, moly! Well, well, they're here on a voluntary basis. Well, now, this, if they try to leave, we're going to shoot them. Well, yeah. this is this is the thing that, and, and I watched a, a debate last night for a few minutes. And I just can't, I just can't go there anymore. <laughs> but and I and I reminded myself why last night. <laughs> I don't understand why people don't say things that we know. Like this, this was a deal where two people were talking. And they were saying that mandating vaccines, no matter what situation, this is not an indictment on the vaccine. This is not saying the vaccine is not a good treatment. We have all these treatments. We have this. We have that. We have that. But people should not be forced to take a vaccine. Well, of course, you know what's going to happen next. Well, then the guy is going to use the speech of all the vaccines that we've mandated before. Why is this such a big deal? But And I don't know why. I do not know why. The person who got backed in the corner by that because he threw smallpox out there I said right then he should have said, but smallpox had a death rate of twenty five percent. Yep. If you got smallpox, your your chances of dying were extremely high. This we do not have that with COVID. Okay. Right. The, Nowhere the, close. The, to these it. things one percent. These you have to make a case to mandate a vaccine, and the death rate does not make the case. The others did. Okay. And and so why why does anybody ever counter that that's that monologue? I realize sometimes if you're not there, you can't. But this guy could have just said, well, well, let me interrupt you. You're right on smallpox, but the death rate was 25% worldwide. Right. And that, mm-hmm. that's a little bit different than one and less than 1%. That, that's, that's two different worlds. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Seven minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big as a number. As we make our way back. All right, uh, get, get your creep meter ready. Got a soup, got a robot here I think is going to make us feel all, all feel strange. Well, these things have really come a long yeah. way. <laughs> How about those so, that you see like dogs running through? Places you've seen those. Yeah, I don't like those. Boy, those are really weird looking. I don't like that. We're gonna put them babies all over Mars. I don't like them at all. You're gonna put them all over Mars. They're gonna walk around up there. That's right. Check everything out for us. Right. (laughs) What does that? Greg, you all right? You get shocked. Something popped, didn't it? Yeah, you get shocked. I scared me. Yeah. So um, sound like it. (laughs) Sure did. There, sailor. Uh, The the Uh, um, uh, right. Well, you know, it's (laughs) scared. a little juggling act for me over here. Electricity, right? <laughs> uh, so let's say, uh, Greg, that's your area. You need to be grounded. <laughs> I know. All right, so that's this is a, uh, it's a robot. It's called Ameca. Is that right? Hey, Ameca. Y'all, have y'all seen this yet? Uh-uh. All right, let's, let's have a look. Ameca. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Watch the face. Uh-uh now. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. 
No. Uh oh. Look at that face. Oh no. Oh y'all, this Guys, is... that looks real. Uh uh no. Uh -uh. This is the kind of stuff we can't have. We're Guys, over the line now. This is not good. Before this long, it'll be good. driving your Tesla for you. Mm -hmm. You don't need <laughs> it to drive your Tesla. It drives itself. Yeah, but you would think the hands would work better, considering as far as the face looks. You Picture know? having one of them. Is it, did, I I, said, I, did they just make it like it was taking a breath? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Look! Look at the guys. Look we're gonna have expression. one of those in the house, like guarding the fridge, no, going. We, you cannot eat right now. No, I ain't. No, I think you're gonna have one. Look at that. You know, working around the house. So that's the problem. Guys, where you're going? That is that's you, creepy. Uh, mm -hmm. You, you're over your calorie limit. No. Mm -mm. They said Bill I got Clinton. A blue face. They said Bill Clinton just ordered the first one. <laughs> <laughs> he said she ain't bad. Hey, by yeah. the way, by the way, have you seen have you seen them now finding all the records on how many times Epstein was coming to the White House? <laughs> Hello, oh Tyler. Oh, yeah. It was Bill like Clinton. Grand Central Station. Like seventeen times. And the pictures, them taking pictures together. Did you say seven? Seventeen. Yeah, times. seventeen. <laughs> yeah, seventeen visits to the White House. Twelve in nineteen ninety four. Two a day on three different occasions. Mm. Wow, they've been busy. Mm. Yeah, they're there. Did they say if you stay in the Lincoln bedroom? Well, ain't that a big deal if you get to go stay there? Yeah, apparently, Greg. I know. Do you want to stay somebody, there? Somebody should. I don't think so. God. Look, mm. there's a lot of history there, but it's also Creepville. You know? I know. Oh, I don't want to be in there. No. <laughs> I think I'll just take mm. the. <laughs> Give me a newer the room. When the Clintons Give left, they added. listen. When the Clintons left, Greg, I think we could say this. I think a Motel 6 on, on a county highway was cleaner than that Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> I bet they changed the sheets more. You're probably right. Uh-uh. New now. Uh-uh. Epstein's up there a lot. They were running buddies a little bit. Of course, Clinton, didn't, he didn't know anything about it. He only met him a couple times. All right, here's, the, here's more of this weird stuff going on with the pandemic as it, as it continues and variants and I actually saw a story today. This is where it gets me with all this. And, I, and like I said, I just don't have the energy for it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where I'm almost to the point with the pandemic where it goes on the headline, y'all come on out, they got us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just, man, what we just, you know what, we'll, we'll do best we can with it. But anyway, so now we even have stories where like the, is it is it Omicron or Omicron? Omicron. Kodachrome. I saw a story. This is where we are now. Of course, it's that all that ought to be our theme song. For it's it, it's all your your typical terrifying media sources and all that. I literally saw one story. I think it was the Washington Post. It said, "Hey, now, y'all don't go off and forget about Delta variant. Delta variant up here in Minnesota. We're, we're having we're having an outbreak. We, I feel like this is taking away from Delta variant. So now we even have a battle <laughs> well, we of jealousy among yeah, variants of air, of airtime for the variants." <laughs> By the way, and I know some of you know this before I tell you this story that's kind of odd, some things we're finding out. So if I go to get a test for COVID and I test positive for COVID-19, for the SARS, whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. yeah. how do they know which variant it is? Well, it has to be uh, molecularly tested. Quick, mm. uh, but they don't do that with everybody. Do no, they? they don't. They don't do it with everybody. In some instances, they do, but it takes several days to get that result. Right. But what they're doing it, of all the tests that are coming in, they randomly test them to see what variants are showing up. Like if you get a hundred of them, they'll say, "Well, yeah, you know, okay. six of them was this, and Alpha was right. the rest of them, or whatever, yeah, whatever." Yeah. Because it, it's it's just more efficient to do it that way than to test you and wait on yours to come. Of back. course, yeah, I, I would think so that would take that, forever. So they can, with all of them, they test. They go, well, seventy percent of them are coming back Delta. So Delta is the prevalent, right, yeah, you right. know, 
variation right now. But anyway, mm-hmm. listen to this. It, doesn't this seem kind of odd? People with allergic conditions, including hay fever, asthmas, and um, how do you say that word? Eczema? Mm-hmm. E- is that right? Eczema, the skin condition? Eczema, severia, yeah. psoriasis. Well, they, they're throwing that in there with asthma and, and hay fever, so I, it, am I okay. saying that right? But eczema it, is a skin condition. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, and so anyway. That they have up of up to a forty percent lower risk of COVID nine infection, nineteen infection. Hmm. Well, uh, so you're talking about people with allergies, basically, right? Well, and asthma. Um, if you, you you think asthma would be a uh, a problem, that's what. For, yeah, that's why. That. I, that's why I was surprised. But remember, if you have allergies to pine trees and pollen and ragweed and all that, you actually have an overstimulated immune system. Right. So. I guess it's possible that if you're suffering with this, your immune system is is hyperactive, or the fact that you your sinuses are probably stopped up with mucus, you can't get it. I don't know. I mean, it could be either one, I guess. Right? Yeah, because you, you would think that those, at least especially the asthma, would be a pre-existing condition that would put you in a bind. Yeah. yeah. But they're saying your immune system, I guess, Bubba, might actually be a little more resilient because it's constantly having to work. I don't know. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.